Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that? All right, Joseph. It's 9.32. And, and it's April 27th. It's Wednesday. It's 9.32 p.m. 10.32 p.m. Central. What is, what is that? It is, it is the time central to all. It is the prime meridian. It's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 9.32 where I am. Right. That is how a certain group of variants probably experiences time that split off from the central time path. <laughs> Divergent. <laughs> my any is yeah. oh yeah. My Audi, it's 933. Right. Um yeah. So we, we realized that last week's episode was actually a monumental occasion. It was such a big deal that we both totally forgot to bring it up. Yeah, two, 200 episodes. It's 200 episodes. Yeah. Have you monetized this yet? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the money, Joseph? You said by, by, by the episode 100, we'd be rolling in the bucks. Yeah. Well, um, we'd be able to buy Twitter, but yeah, we're yeah. episode, and I haven't gotten a free bag of hot sauce from Taco Bell yet. I think blast. <laughs> I've been seeing. I don't. Maybe it's just because I, I use that expression a lot, but I've seen a lot of um, TikToks on how to make your own home brewed Baja Blast, Baja. and a, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> saying it, which makes no sense because the show was canceled. Right yeah. that. It's I, I guess Baja Blast is just Mountain Dew and like a, a blue Powerade. <laughs> and Powerade. Yeah. So that's kind of uh, a weird a poison with more poison. I just don't know how that would work because like Mountain Dew is carbonated and Powerade is not. It would seem to like dilute it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. You I've never had a Baja Blast. So oh, I don't you've know. never had one? No. Oh, good. I don't get sprayed in my face like you do, you know, because you have that <laughs> contract with Taco Bell where they give you a bag of old sauces and all the Baja Blasts that the employee could spit on you in the window. Yeah, well, I don't know if you noticed, uh, but they did bring back the Mexican pizza, and I'm not saying I'm totally responsible for that, but... It's... <laughs> irresponsible this is my gift to you guys <laughs> yeah you no know, i actually didn't know that i think i need to get one it's just hard to eat a mexican pizza in the car while you're crying <laughs> just how you're supposed to eat taco bell yeah you go yeah. to the drive through you park to the side where no one really can see you right and you shove that food in your mouth while you cry yeah and a mexican pizza is a little sloppier you kind of eat like a sport or Mm-hmm. It's a hard surface. I mean, you could probably just, if you're good, you can like take it full in half and just kind of eat it as like a taco. I find it best too to like put on some mid period Genesis, maybe like the Phil Collins classic, That's All or something. Yeah. So it's really... Did yeah. they make a vegetarian version? 
You don't eat meats. Um, I don't know. You know, honestly, I I don't eat at Taco Bell that much, to be honest with you. Um, uh-huh. I know that you recommended uh, you recommended something, and I went out like a week or two after, and I got it. It was really good. Um, what? I don't know what it was? So it's like some some uh, vegetarian thing uh, at Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it like I don't know, two months ago or something. Oh man, what do, what do they have there? That's vegetarian. Well, was it they, like a burrito? Yeah, it was like a almost like a crunch wrap or something. Oh yeah, yeah. They have these new crunch wraps, and one of them is a a vegetarian one. Right. But hold on, <laughs> hold on. Uh, I'm getting a call from Bell. Uh, they said stop bringing us up on our show. <laughs> They're gonna send us a cease and desist. Cease and desist. Yeah, yeah. They they said that. Uh, one, they're not paying us, <laughs> and that we have not really done a good job of uh, talking up their brand. Yeah, I mean, just well, because they wipe their faces with their hands and then stick their hands in their pants before they serve you the food doesn't mean <laughs> the weirdest thing about Taco Bell, and we don't have to talk about this too much longer, is the lack of radish. I, I would say I would say it's that a lot of their food is delivered in a caulk, in a caulk gun. Have you noticed that? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want me to do you want me to fix the grout in your bathroom? Or do you want some sour cream on your food? <laughs> uh, you look back there, and they have these modified caulk guns filled with like bean paste and shredded <laughs> meat. <laughs> Uh, over 50 percent of their food is <laughs> is it a caulk gun like what do you buy caulk gun <laughs> it's so weird like it, it no, is very weird no other restaurant has caulk guns it's like uh that's it's not so appetizing when you I don't know why, but like it's just when I think of caulk guns, I think of you know like a utility thing and like yeah. some repair, right? And like a like hold on, I I need to oh, do you have any caulk guns around? Right. Need I'm gonna, to deliver some bean paste. I'm gonna prepare this in the traditional way, like they do down in old Mexico, <laughs> with, with a caulk gun. gun and a putty knife, like <laughs> yeah. Just like my my grandmother my taught tia, me. My tia. My, tia. Yeah. My, my abuela down in... My abuela, just like my abuela told us back in Mexico. Mihokan. Uh, she, <laughs> she used to Caulk hand roll Caulk her... Tor- delivered food delivered. Fuck. I mean, Hold on. Just- <laughs> I, yeah, this... If you go to Taco Bell and it's closed and they get a sign up that says... All our caulk guns are broke. We had to go to Home Depot caulk to get some more jam. Caulk. Yeah. We had to go to Home Depot, get some more caulk guns. Well, all right. So wow. So yeah, it's been 200 episodes. Yeah. And uh you feel like you learned anything? No, or yeah. Or do you feel like it's the opposite effect? No, no, it's been quite a journey, I would say. It's uh <laughs> a journey. Started out podcast where what were like it was like what 2019 
and we were talking about like dystopian movies. Yep. It was it, it coincidentally a lot of films had been were like we had kind of like hit the future like five futuristic films yeah like a lot of the films were set in the year in which we were talking about them like some of them were set in 2018 2019 stuff like that and so it was a weird time and we were kind of looking at all these 1980s dystopian films that's how it started uh and then it kind of branched out to just pop culture in general and we we did a few like serious ones we did like um not serious but like obviously like um uh what was the, the forest gump one i think that was our hundredth episode or something yeah um that's like a pretty straightforward movie i mean it's got fantastic elements but it's not sci-fi or dystopian but i mean it's dystopian in some ways but some <laughs> yeah, sure. messaging's dystopian i mean well it's just kind of funny when you think about it too because like you know first year of the podcast i used to come to your house yeah sit in the kitchen uh and your cats would claw at me now they don't oh. actually they would just get caught in like your uh they would always like be stuck in something in your kitchen yeah. <laughs> you'd have to use a stick to wrangle them or something or yeah by them. um and uh and then COVID hit and just kind of like kind of fucked everything up. Yeah. And it's just kind of weird too because we talked about the podcast was all about like dystopian futures. And then we kind of lived through one. Yeah. It was it, like Night of the In like the lamest way possible though. You know, like it's, it's lame. I mean, like not, uh, <laughs> not that I wanted to be exciting. It was just kind of, you know, it was a weird very weird time it still is a weird time it was a soft uh, apocalypse yeah a soft it was i mean like millions of people died around the world from yeah yeah despite what every asshole out there still to this day refuses to believe it happened uh, yeah just know that not you joseph the people who you guys are assholes you will always be assholes and like i mean it's disgusting it, it's crazy how that happened a million Americans died. It, it's like, I don't think people acknowledge it. I don't think people give a shit. Some people do. You know, well, people were personally affected by it, which is a lot of people because a million people dying. Is it is weird. Like, you don't want it to take over. Even, even if you t- take it very seriously and you go through all the precautions and you do your part uh, and you're kind of a good citizen and stuff about, about it. Um, you still don't want it to like rule your life. You still want to like enjoy the well, yeah, of course, and everything. Um, but it is, I, I think, with the coronavirus, it's it's weird because a, it showed how terribly selfish some people are. You know, like like yeah. very very selfish. Like on and also almost, how cruel like capitalism and the system is. Yeah. Well, the second thing I was going to say is it also showed like prior to and I, look i still love social media and all that kind of stuff but prior to um coronavirus i only had like a vague sense of like how terrible social media was remember we talked we did an episode on that show about the election and um i forget the name of the movie but uh we did an episode where we looked at that that movie about the facebook people cambridge analytica yeah oh, yeah 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 so i knew social yeah i knew social media did was terrible in some ways and it was you know I, I i knew that but like when the pandemic hit 
and the and Twitter in particular amplified so many vaccine deniers and uh, all those. It was just like really daunting, you know. And I and I saw a lot of older people, you know, some of whom I knew personally. They'd be looking at Facebook and they'd be like, "I've been hearing that the vaccine kills people." And you know, I mean, it was just like it was very brain rot involved. Well, I'll tell you, man, you watch Fox News fucking 12 hours a day for 10 years, you're primed to accept increasingly well, entire, bizarre bullshit. An entire, the one of the big political parties in the country decided to tell people not to take it seriously right from the start. Yeah. And even to the point where they were telling people not to get vaccinated. Like, don't, don't, yeah. do any, just go out and hug and kiss people. Like, go back to work. Live your life, wink, wink, meaning just ignore COVID. Uh, don't get vaccinated either, which is yeah. insane. And uh, it's just crazy. Um, and that's why, you know, I said it's kind of interesting, this podcast about dystopian movies. And then, like, I don't know. It's, uh, what's, the, what's the word? Not desynthesizing? I keep always say it wrong. De- desensitizing uh, or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a bit from it, you know. It's oh like, yeah. You hear, like, it's kind of fucked up to think, like, you know, when you see like anti-COVID, anti-vaxxer douchebag dies of COVID, and right. you joke about it. That's fucked up. This guy's dead. She's dead. But at the same time, we also look at it as like this person was a mouthpiece that told who probably got other people killed. Like when you see a radio yeah. host die or a politician or someone go from it, it's like, you know. Report yeah. so. I mean, like, yeah, it's like so. It's like a person who was like helping people into the middle of the road to get hit by cars, and then that person got hit by a car too. Right? Like, am I supposed to feel bad for that guy? Yeah, it's hard. Guy, to, hard to gather year. sympathy. Yeah. Well, we even but, said this during the the pandemic. I the only people I really felt like legitimately bad for were um, a lot of older people that just sort of like weren't real savvy with social media. They maybe had some distrust of, you know, modern medicine or I, I don't know. There, there was a group of people that I did feel some sympathy for. Um, but man, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it's it's tough. But um, yeah. Oof. Well, I mean, I, just, I know we have other things to talk about. But as you say, like, you know, it's not gone. Oh, Every no. day I see more and more people still getting it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these people are vaccinated, so a lot of them are, uh, they're not dying from it. Uh, I mean, you can, there are, you can die from it, but the chances are way lower. Right. Despite what the anti-vaxxers would say. Uh, but, you know, they're experiencing a bad cold or they're exhausted. They have a massive headache. They get worse. It, it's just, it's not gone. And I mean, no. I want to, I mean, I went to the movies the other day. I wore a mask there. Me and my son wore a mask, you know. We gone out to eat. Uh, you know, it, it's just try to be careful. That's all. Yeah. You know, it's like the other day we went to like this record store day thing, and uh, there was a band playing. We were yeah. in there, and we were wearing the masks while we were in the store. When we were outside the store talking to people. Wear our masks were off. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not that outside. Hard. I just don't see what the big fucking deal is. And you know, it's like two years later, people still act like a mask was like the worst thing has ever happened to them in their lives. I'm yeah. like, wow, 
if that's the worst thing ever happened in your life, man, you, I don't think you realize what a charmed life you live. Yeah. Because I would imagine a mask would be no big deal to some people who have lived more. It's, it's, I think it's, it, it, I hate to be one of those assholes that say something like, you know, like, Jordan Peterson would say something stupid like, oh, if you make like uh, $38,000 a year or whatever, you're in the, guess what? You're in the top one yeah, yeah. in the world. But it's like, come on, that's ridiculous. Like, location, you are, right, you right. Know? <laughs> like, everything, what you are, what money you make is, has a very big difference on what part of the world you're yeah. in. You know, you're comparing yourself to someone who, works in like El Salvador in a sweat factory. Guess what? If they made $38,000, they'd be living like king. Yes. That's the difference. But the reality is in the United States, I think we are spoiled in a way. Uh, not, not in like a, like when it comes to social welfare or like that, but spoiled like mentality. Yeah. Where everything is all about me. And that's why a lot of these people like it wear is. masks and stuff because it's an encumbrance to them. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's, I mean, that's like been the history of like the United States. Um, the U.S. in particular is that like, if you want to put it charitably, we're a very individualistic or independent people. But if you want to, but, but another way of saying that is that we're very selfish, that we care yeah. much more about the individual than we do about the, the group. You know, and the, and other cultures feel differently. Other cultures say like, "Look, well, if I have be communism." Well, I mean, there's got to well, be well, a, well, a happy medium. You know, I mean, otherwise, like if, if you go the complete opposite, then you get to the point where you're like, "Well, you know, grandma's not productive anymore, so maybe we should stop wasting food on her." You know, like that's, that's exactly <laughs> how it is here. I mean, that's I mean, they could make it any more obvious. Mm. And they have like systems of like elderly where it's like, I mean, my dad was telling me about it, like where you go in like an old age home and they literally take all your money. Oh yeah. Possession of your money. And that money is used to pay for your time in this old age home. Yeah. And whatever's yeah. left over, if there is any left over, maybe the kids will get some, who knows. Honestly, that's that's common period. We, I, I used to manage a series of psychiatric clinics up in Massachusetts. And if a person came out of a state hospital and they wanted to go basically to a halfway house, that's what these were, um, they had to sign over their, their social security disability. And the, the, the clinic would become their representative payee, took over all their money and their food stamps and this, that, and whatever. And they used that to fund their stay in the, the halfway house. It's, it's crazy. It is. This is a great movie called. You ever seen that movie? I care a lot. On, uh, oh yeah, yeah. That was awful. Those. I mean, it's great, great most, movie, but very scary. She was a horrible. Like I'm like I was watching this. Video, I'm like I'm kind of glad they gave her no redeeming values whatsoever. No. A straight villain. You you when she got uh, spoilers, she got <laughs> in the end. Fuck, I was like, good. Yeah. This is some justice. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of justice. I yes. Know. I was going to try uh, to bridge the pandemic to Biodome, but it was <laughs> oh, that's pretty much, I would say Biodome, the movie, is, was worse than the pandemic. <laughs> like, yeah, you're talking about the, the Pauly Shore vehicle, Biodome. That, was that his first movie? No. No, not at all. It was like later on. 
Uh, well, what are we going to talk about today before we get into that? All right, we're going to talk about Pauly Shore, uh, <laughs> first and foremost. And we're going to talk about Moon Knight. Well, important thing to talk about. Moon Knight, uh, the very episode current, five. Very relevant. Uh, Moon Knight, yeah. Uh, we're talking about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Um, yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene's testimony last Friday. Yeah, um, that was funny. Madison she Cawthorn. She didn't remember it. She didn't Man. remember anything. Madison Cawthorn getting caught with a gun on an airplane again. And, and uh, excited trading with like a uh, cryptocurrency. Yep. And, and uh, in, getting caught. Like in lingerie, basically. Doing his best impression of a. I guess he went as Dr. Frankenfurter or something. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like a little Rocky Horror type of thing. Um, yeah. uh, we're going to talk about Trump uh, was found in contempt of court. He's getting fined $10,000 a day. And <laughs> there's an interview of him with Pierce Morgan where he looked like he was just slapped upside the head with a pork chop. Yes. Sweaty, <laughs> greasy mess. The uh, package of ballpark franks look like <laughs> yeah, plump when you cook them. Um, and then, um, uh, <laughs> a, a scene where he said he was afraid of being uh pelted with fruit, yeah, pineapples, people Pew. carrying. Fuck, we had um, a discuss- we'll talk about it. we had a discussion of fruit that would be much better to throw anything. Yeah. Oh, it also makes me think of Batman Returns, but I always said that Trump was the penguin in Batman yeah. Returns at, at when he ran for mayor. And there's a part where people throw rotten fruit and vegetables at him. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> um, student loan and then the end, student loan debt. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. We'll yeah. If we, if, if we have time at the end, we'll we'll tackle that. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how much Polly Shore will allow that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so right, Paulie, so, you recently yeah, saw you recently reviewed the Pauly Shore Ovoir. Is that true? Is that true? I only no, I watched two movies with my son. Okay. My son wanted to watch, I forgot what it was, but <clears throat> I don't know if he found it or I saw it on cable. We were watching a movie and Biodome was on. Or nice. not, we don't have cable anymore. So I found it. I think it was on like two B or something, one of those like free oh, yeah, yeah. streaming. And we just watched it. And it was possibly one of the worst movies I ever saw in my life. I mean, like, okay, so Biodome is not his first movie. No, Cino Man considered. Even in Cino Man is not like he's in another movie where he's kind of pulling short, like his character with the weasel. He's in like a kid and play movie, the one where they trade places in college. Okay, not the house party movies. It was a different one. Well, it was their one non. House party movie that Kid and Play was in. Well, he was also in Four Keeps, starring Molly Ringwald. Uh, 18 no. Again. I never saw, yeah. Starring George Burns. Oh, uh, wow. oh, I think I remember that movie. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah. well, Encino Man was like when they started really push him as right. a, a, a personality or whatever. So he doesn't Encino Man. And then I guess it did well enough that he signs a contract. I don't know if it was like Disney or some company. It's like a four movie contract. So in that four movies, each one worse than the other, he does like uh, the in-law, whatever. the one where he's like with yeah, uh, that, I forgot the woman. Yeah. She's like in Sin City and all this other stuff. Son-in-law. And son-in-law. Yeah, yep. I never saw that one. That one's probably, if I saw it, probably the least painful of them. 
Um, and then he's in like in the army now. He does Biodome, and he does like one more. I don't know what it was. Uh, he did a Biodome, goofy movie. Oh uh, well, he's just a voice in that. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, good for him in that. No, he was but, he was live action. The entire rest of the film was. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was live. Everything else was animated. Yeah. Um. So a little background on him. Uh, he's the son of the uh, what was the comedy club? The uh, Mitzi, Mitzi Shore is the um oh. is the 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 mom, and um, uh, what did she? she the com- the comedy store was the name of it in L.A. Right? Yeah, like. Basically, the biggest nightclub, biggest comedy club in LA. Make it was a break any, make a break yeah. any comedian. It was famous when I was a kid. I had heard of it. I mean, like it, it was a very, very famous club I, at the time. I feel like with her, the difference between, like he's like the he's like the worst kind of nepotism because it's like, it's one thing when like they're the son or daughter of like a director or an actor. Or they're like you find like Jonah Hill is like the son of like a Hollywood lawyer, you yeah. Know? So he has like inside connections and stuff to Hollywood. But the Pulley Shore thing is like worse because his mom supposedly decided the fate of so many comedians yeah. and people, like how successful they would be, how many people would get to see him. I mean, like that's what's crazy about like social media kind of changed the game a bit. Because back in the day, like, think about, like, Johnny Carson, for example, was so big. And, like, those talk shows were so big. Like, Johnny yeah. Carson made or break people's careers. Like, he, like, if, if, if you liked Jerry Seinfeld, for example, the reason why you like is because Johnny Carson liked him. Right. Like, it's that simple. Like, but, so this woman, like, I feel like he's, like, the worst kind of episode. So it's, like, you know people were like, fuck, we gotta hire this guy. We gotta yeah. fix him. His character was just so awful. It was just this like and the weasel. It was it really funny. bizarre. It wasn't funny. It just acting like you're just like a little weirdo. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, I guess. I don't probably. know. He just yeah, probably. I don't know. He's like, don't you know who I am? <laughs> I'm the weasel. I yeah. was doing the weasel before you were what you were in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> It is okay. So we watched Biodome first, which I think came out in like '96. Yeah. If you're not and, familiar, well, go ahead. If you look real quick, ahead. if you're not familiar with like the Paulie Shore character, he was basically like a like a valley, like a male version of a valley girl, right? I mean, that was the right. Shtick, and he had like a of, weird hippie glam rock aesthetic. It like, was a yeah. It's like a just a mashup, different like things of the time like a lot of 70s influence and in clothes but 80s metal too and yeah hippie shit as well and he was a vj i guess on mtv yep i remember him from that one of the funniest skits i remember when i was younger was mtv spring break in like london oh, yeah. and there was all these like because the joke like they have beaches in, in london or something you know and like right. there's all these like fucking cockney punks and Adam Sandler is the uh, the weed, you know, is fully sure. And he's like, I'm the weasel. And then like someone throws a brick at his head. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, I'm not me. I was like, one of the funniest things the Santa Lives ever did. It was, 
<laughs> These cockney punks not taking police share for shit. They were like beating the shit out of him. <laughs> it is, yeah. That's a real weird thing. Like why he was ever, why that was ever found well, funny. Like I said, he signs his contract, so you were stuck with him for like a good five, six yeah. years of movies coming out. And once that contract ended, you didn't see Polish Shore movies really anymore. And no. Biodome, I think, might have been like the last one. Maybe, yeah, I think that's it the was. last one. You got after that, um, he was in like a bunch of weird things just for he was in another goofy movie. He was in an episode of Futurama. He was in a couple I mean, he of those. Did, he, yeah. he did a lot of voiceover work. But, yeah. Like, listen, if he's in something now, I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me at all. I just think, like, it's just the whatever shtick he was doing at the time. And, but, okay, so Biodome is like, it's weird movie because it's like, it's not the worst thing made. You have competent actors and actresses in it, but like, Holy Shaw and Stephen Baldwin must have been doing all kinds of weird ass drugs yeah. during the movie because I don't know what the fuck they were in. Like, so they play these like two friends who, man, let me tell you, it was like possibly the most homoerotic movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Holy Shaw molests Stephen Baldwin throughout the entire movie in like such bizarre. I, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, there's was a, it- I remember a review on it yeah well i was gonna say like if you want like is it something that a kid would pick up on or is it like as an adult you're like oh wait a minute this is like a little different than how i remember i think it's more like an adult i think a kid would just be like well my roger's like why is he doing that i'm like i don't know yeah right he's annoying uh i don't know uh so i remember reading a review on it i was like already in like college at this point when that movie came out so i didn't even say but i remember reading a review on like entertainment weekly or something and it said like how they brought that up. I thought it was like the weirdest thing. It's like they're supposed to be these like sex star dudes who like right. they got girlfriends on the side and they're just looking to get laid. But he's like, there's some weird <laughs> gay stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> like I, like listen, there's nothing wrong with that. That's right, right. Seinfeld episode would say it's just really weird. And I would say almost like it's weird because it's like. Holy Shore is the one doing it to Stephen Baldwin the oh. entire movie. Stephen yeah. Baldwin either was on lots of drugs while making the movie, or he's just really stupid. Yeah. Oh, um, I yeah, I'd imagine there's like a little overlap on that Venn diagram. Yeah, a lot of overlapping <laughs> of uh, but there's some weird just lots of weird shit. Like in the beginning of the movie, they're sitting there hanging out, and Stephen Baldwin's chewing on Holy Shore's toenails. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's weird. It's just a lot of like, okay, so they're these dumbass dudes who are not funny. They're really annoying. And one of the scene has to go to the bathroom. They're like traveling. They have these girlfriends that they're, you know, they're kind of left to the side because those two dudes were really, you yeah, know, they were just big dudes. Dudes hanging out right, with right. dudes, you know, just doing a dude thing. Uh, one of them was the girl from Chasing Amy. Remember oh, her? Okay. Had that really like that voice that was like God, yeah. It was like if you were like, man, you know, I really wish Jennifer Tilly. I love Jennifer Tilly, but it, right, can you just make her voice even more irritating? Yeah, God, what was her name? I do remember uh, this one. 
Um, she was like a bunch of stuff at the time. And then, like, I don't know. She, like, you don't really see her anything anymore. Oh, I'm looking at the cast now. Was Rose McGowan was in that? Yeah, she has a small part. Joey like Lauren Adams. Part. Is that the girl? Joey Is that Lauren? her? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jason that's her. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, what's her face is in it, too? Kyle she was in Mallrats. She was in Chasing Amy. So yeah. the plot is they he has to go to the bathroom. So they find a place and they go and then you find out it happens to be a biodome. And that's the day. It's a big announcement going on outside. And that's and it's going to shut down for a year. Everyone's going to be trapped inside for a year to do studies, you know, because it's a biodome. Like, yeah. you know, learning effects of a isolated environment. And these two idiots are locked in and they can't get out. The guy in charge of it is Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. Okay, yeah. That yeah. actor who's amazing, the re- that redhead guy, he's like, he's, that guy's great. He's just great in everything he's in. Um, some dude from Laughing, he's like the guy who owns it. He's on the outside. He was like the okay. short, white-haired guy from Laughing. Jeez, uh, yeah. Kyle, there's two women in it. I forgot the one woman's name, but the other one's Kylie Minogue. Oh, yeah, I love her. Guy. Yeah. Okay, so right off the bat, there's this fucked up scene. Okay, so like this movie, I'm trying to explain the son. Like, this is 1996. I feel like this movie came out yesterday, but this movie is almost is over 25 years old. Yeah. Wow. Yes. 25 years old. <laughs> what? You want to feel old? Realize that Biodome is over 25 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a part where, like, of course, they're like, ooh, they're getting all horny with the girls, right? Mm-hmm. When they're not getting horny with themselves. Uh, or boy, sure, with, I'm sure, you know, uh, <laughs> molesting, <laughs> taking a break from molesting Stephen Baldwin to, like, <laughs> sorry. There's a scene where, like, they're hitting up on the girls, and then it's like, okay, it's time to go to bed. So they each one of them sneak into the individual woman's room. Yeah. And they both go into their beds. And they literally start groping the shit at, like, it's, like, awkward and weird. Weird, yeah. Like, it's rapey. And I'm like, man, I wonder if, like, I saw some time, I was like, oh, that's funny. They're just a bunch of goofballs. And I was like, mm. dude, it was like, it's super, like, they are just, like, in there. And they're like, oh, my God, get out of here. Or like, it's, yeah, that <laughs> is weird. Kind of, there's this one part of the movie where, like, there's this the nerdy guy, you know, the scientist. Yeah. And he, he's he's a big nerd with his butterflies that he works right, with. Right. With a nerd. It's like, yeah, he's in a biodome he's trying to study. <laughs> and these two idiots go in and they're just like throwing shit. And they're like, and they're fucking everything up. And the guy's freaking out. And I'm like, you know, I wonder like when this movie came out, like we were supposed to watch it, like, ha ha, yeah, take that nerd. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm thinking about it now, I'm like. This, these people are fucking deranged. Yeah. This guy's whole, like, all the work he's put in. Right. For these butterflies. These two are just like, like out of control bullies. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like there's any. Okay. So, like, it's a good example because, like, Dumb and Dumber came out around the same time as this movie. Yeah. And those guys are idiots who watch that movie. But there's, like, a lot of redeeming qualities to those characters sure. when you watch yeah. the movie. You feel bad for them. And they're like, these guys are just a bunch of fucking disgusting, like, yeah, uh, just douchebags. And like, they try to do like a redeeming thing later. But I was like, <laughs> I tweeted about it. Like, I've never want to see two characters get murdered before. <laughs> like, I never watched a movie before where I was like, 
I want these characters to die. Like, kind of like that movie I care right. a lot with that woman who, who's like... Who know, was that? Was that... Um, Angel, the elderly. What? Who was the actress that played her? I can't, I can't think of it. it. Oh, shit. I forgot. She's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, okay. But like, but like I said, Final Dome was possibly one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah. Not because of the people who did it, or the people who made it. It's just because I think at that point, Paul Schiller just didn't you could tell he didn't give a fuck. Like other people yeah. were making a movie and these two guys were just like fucking off and they were horrible in it. Like Stephen Baldwin, I remember they were trying to like push him. Right. And he ended up like, I mean, he was in like a uh, couple of big movies. One of them was, uh, what was it? The Kaiser Soze movie. Oh yeah. He was in um, Usual Suspects. Yeah. Yeah. And he just turned into like an evangelical creep. Yeah. He was a my favorite thing about, like he, yeah, it was like around the Bush years. He like totally just fell into that. And one of my favorite things about him though was this was like years later. This was like I got it has to be like five years ago or something. I remember him seeing this. It was like something got out about him. He's like telling like evangelical people like to send him money because <laughs> Hollywood is very expensive. And yeah. if you want him to get the message out of the Lord, it's gonna cost a lot. Oh, you know, oh. like if you want. If you want Stephen Baldwin to be able to have an effect on Hollywood, on the unreal, moralist Hollywood, Stephen Baldwin's going to need to be able to, like, you know, the only way he's going to be able to do that is to live a certain lifestyle. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So then we watched, uh, I said to Roger, I'm like, I refuse to ever watch any (laughs) other Holy Shirt movies. I said, the only one I will watch is in Sion Man. Okay. I, I didn't remember seeing it, and I remembered that it was weird. They marketed heavily, they heavily marketed the movie as a Polish show movie. But when yeah, you yeah. watch it, you realize he's really just a side character. He's not a main character. He's just one of one of the main, like he's a side character. He's in a lot, yeah. but it's not it's, it's not heavily this, focused. Yeah, he plays basically a like a caveman that got unfrozen, right? He's not More a caveman. Less. Brendan Fraser's a caveman. Oh. Brendan Fraser's The Caveman. Oh, yeah. All right. I think his first movie, his first oh. Brendan Fraser movie is, I think it, I don't know if it's his first, but it's his first right. major yeah. movie. And it's got, what's his face who played Frodo? Not Frodo, Samwise. And the guy from, oh, the guy from um, movies. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Uh, what's his name? I have to pull this up. Yeah. And what's his face is in it? I didn't realize it. He has a small part in it. Uh, the so guy John who Gilded. played a uh, short round from Goonies, from oh really, Temple of Doom. <laughs> nice. and the guy he was also in Goonies. He shows up in that new movie. That guy, uh, everything all at once. The one that like oh yeah, it's supposed to be great. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. It's like his first major movie in like 30, 30 years. He's like yeah. the main star. He's like people are like, can we? Can he please be in like the new Indiana Jones movie? Well, like probably like kicking themselves that they didn't put him in it. Yeah, because huh. who wouldn't want to see short round again? I would oh yeah, see he was great. Up. Uh, okay, let me pull it up. Yeah, I want to see that movie. I, I asked Roger, Mike, what movie you want to see? You want to see that, or you want? To, I know you want to see that. I'm like, or do you want to see Sonic too? And I was <laughs> like, come on, you know, you want to see the cool A24 movie? Come right, on. Right. No, I want to see Sonic too. <laughs> I was like, okay, I want to see Happy Meal the movie. I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I want to see Happy Meal the movie, Dad. I don't want to see. 
I mean, like, listen, it's like, I get it. You're cool, but you are a leftist too. Right, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Meals and Movies, the best way to describe Sonic the Hedgehog too. I liked it. It was cute. Yeah, happy All right, meals here are we go. on me. What? Happy meals are great. <laughs> yeah. So Sean Astin's in it. Oh, that's uh, it. Yeah. He's the lead. Okay. So it's just like a typical high school movie, but like, and like Sean. So Sean Astin's like the main star, and his best friend is Polish Shore, who's like a weirdo. And right. The Sean. It, it's a weird dynamic because Polish Shore plays this weird shock of all shock. Plays this weird dude who just kind of lives his own way. He's not he, like you don't really know, like he doesn't seem to care about girls or anything. He's just like he's like Zen. And yeah, he's, like uh like, like Spicoli from Fast Times. Yeah, kind of yeah, he's basically yeah. like a, a weirder Spicoli character. And like it's weird though, because like in typical movies like this, you would have like the straight man who's like the main character. I don't mean like in the yeah, yeah. no, I know what you mean. Non yeah. uh, biodome way. The serious kind of <laughs> yeah, the more uh, serious, the, high the, strung. Yeah, the, the 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 focus, and then their best friend is usually like the obnoxious hornbull. Yes, who's always just like talking about fucking sex all the time. Those movies always are the same. They just yeah. are like you can name them. They used to crank them out in the 80s and 90s like nothing. I mean, they they were all there was always movies like that in theater. So the weird thing about this movie was because Paul Short's character was so weird and not interested, was not the sixth star because he wasn't interested in that. He was just like, he was just like, hey, I'm just me. I'm the weasel. The weasel. Because that gross noise. Sean Astin was forced to play a dual role. Of the high strung straight man, and then also the sex star sex starved creep. Oh yeah. It's really weird. Like because Leah watched that one with us. And you know, play out, I'm like, man, she is fucking a creep in this movie. Because yeah. he's like, he want like he wants to be this normal cool guy, but he's also at the same time quagmire from Family Guy. <laughs> and it's super odd. And then they discover. They're like digging a pool in their backyard or in Sean Aston's backyard. That's right, yeah. Digging a pool. And that's and they, when they discover Encino Man. Solid block of ice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the movie's super dumb. Like, it's not the worst movie. Robin Tooney's in it. I don't know if you remember her from The Craft. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. on The Craft. Uh, it, it's, it's not a bad movie. Like, it, I mean, I'm not saying it's good, but it's not a bad, like, for an 80s, late 80s, early right, 90s. Right movie it's not bad you know and what would have been they, oh god it's not a holy show it was billed as like a polish movie but it's not really a polish movie. right he was him. incidental and, he, and he's he, he does he's it's like he doesn't bother you it doesn't it, it like he doesn't hurt the movie he, he, like his job yeah. is not to like but Sean has like i said Sean has the character is bizarre because he, he has to play the high strung guy normal guy and then also the the sex star of creep <laughs> i think the the key to Polly shore is is like the key to fentanyl it's dosing you know you you can't <laughs> well you can't. Uh, according to the cops so uh, just a little bit if just a little bit of Polly shore gets into the air you will uh, people will die well that that may also be true uh that is definitely I, true <laughs> i would say you know what would have been inspired casting is Paulie Shore as 
the weasel in Suicide Squad. Oh, that, oh, would, that have, would have been great. But that would have been James perfect. Bond's like, I'm going to give that role to my brother instead. Yeah. But if it, it had would been... have made so much sense if, like, you just gave, just had Polly Shore show up right. as the weasel. But no costume, no anything. Just nothing. Just Polly Shore. <laughs> just... I'm the weasel. And, like, he gets shot in the face. <laughs> yeah. For the Suicide Squad. And everyone's like, oh. Right. Um, <laughs> There's a weird part in the end of the movie, though, because they, mm-hmm. they almost have like an after credit stinger in the end, because mm-hmm. it was like this was even though they build it a lot as like a Polish short movie, even though it really isn't. Right. Um, but they it was like, hey, we're really trying to push this guy. So just know that there's going to be more movies. Right. And literally there's like a part in the end of the movie where Polish Shore just kind of shows up kind of similar to like. Ferris Bueller, when he shows yeah, up, yeah. And he's like, you're still here? Remember that? He's got the bad yeah, yeah, yeah. on. He's like, you're still here? What are you doing here? You know, it's like that famous thing. Yeah. Uh, this time, he's like, he's like threatening the audience. Like, oh, I forgot the exact line, but he says like, not like, I'll be back. Or, but some like, there's going to be more of me. Oh, like, Jesus. <laughs> you will never get rid of me. Like, yeah. he literally looks at the camera and he's like, I'm not going anywhere. Laughs maniacally. I'm going to be in a movie where I just molest a Baldwin brother oh, the entire God. time. Well, I, I, uh, coincidentally, <laughs> so as that, you were. <laughs> that's the end of my Polish Shore movie saga. I told Roger I refused to watch anymore. I, maybe Son in Law. That's the only yeah. other one I would. I think Son in Law was the one I saw, like in the theaters. Um, and I don't know, Paulie Shore, I mean, like, it's, I, I love, um, like, kind of those weird cultural artifacts, like, why were they famous, you know, like, remember Jesse Camp oh, from his, MTV? His mom, that's why. Yeah, what? well, remember Jesse Camp from MTV? Well, the funny thing about Jesse Camp was he was another, he was a rich kid. Yeah, yeah, and, but he was like. He was a squatter so, punk. He was a yep. fake squatter punk. Yeah, and it was another one of those, like, why? Why are they? They had such a weird shtick. It was so clearly like a a, yeah. a bit, well, you know. That was that stupid VJ reality yep. show. Yeah, like who wants to be a VJ? And he won. And there was like another guy who was like just straight up VJ, like yeah, just like a, a regular dude, like right. But probably new music could yeah, yeah. He's just a regular radio. guy, probably working radio and all that stuff, and. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't like 20 and wasn't wearing like 10 pounds and like right. wearing designer clothes. He was just some dude. DJ Grimy. The, DJ. What? DJ yeah, v- Grimy. Yeah. He's like, look at me. I'm Jesse Camp. Look at me. But Trizzy doesn't hurt me because I'm Jesse Camp. And then he, he cried. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jesse well, Camp, and it, the joke was that they ended up actually hiring that guy. Yeah, yeah. He was on TV. Not Jesse Camp. I mean, the other guy. Oh, okay. The guy who came in second. They hired him. He was, like, on there for years. Like, because he was, like, a serious person. Jesse Camp was, like, he won, and then they had him on for a bit. People just... He was, like, if Paulie Shore was left out in the sun too long. (laughs) Paulie Shore and Quaaludes. Yeah, yeah, right? Just a little too much. Like, like... An extra chromosome, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. I think, yeah, this is just not gonna work, you know, 
Well, this uh, this is like a weird <laughs> a weird shifting of gears. But as you were watching, uh, yeah, he was like, "I'm the <laughs> um, I'm the marmot. I'm the marmot. Um, I'm as, the <laughs> as you were watching the Pauly Shore, I actually watched, and it's weird. I'd never watched this before. I watched the recut of Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now Redux. Uh, oh, I'd that's exactly. I mean. The scene where uh, Martin, Martin Sheen, yeah, last, uh, what's his face? Um, he, he comes across Dennis Hopper, and Dennis Hopper's like, "I should have been a pair of ragged weasels scuttling across the." <laughs> no, if, uh, look, I, I watched Apocalypse Now long, a bunch of times, a long time ago, and I actually saw the third version of it, the Apocalypse Now Final Cut, but I'd never seen Apocalypse Now Redux. Man, that thing's fucking amazing. It is. It's like three and a half hours long. It's riveting. It's so good. It's like you you see like I don't know. I, I maybe it was just the mood I was in, but it was. It's on uh, Netflix currently. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Well, was, you know, I'm not here to talk about good movies. Harrison Ford was in it too, which I had forgotten about. Oh yeah, is he like a reporter or something? Or he, like, he, he has a small part. He's like a yeah, he he's in the beginning. He's not a reporter. He's like a, a button-down army officer or something. Oh no, no! What's his face? Is like the reporter. Dennis isn't Dennis Den- Hopper. Dennis Hopper like is. Yeah, he's the one that went crazy in the jungle and and kind of like latched on to Marlon Brando's character, like a like a whale, like a one of those barnacles on a whale. Yeah, pretty much, basically. <laughs> then like, it's not the movie that was famous for like Marlon Brando, like kind of getting a yeah. little too having too many happy meals <laughs> yeah well that's yeah he did show up uh a really overweight and um he was just he was real weird at the time too not like he was ever not weird but um that there's i always a, a, love that story of where he didn't go to the oscars and he sent a native american woman there to accept it and to yeah. like give a speech yeah and supposedly like john wayne wanted to kill that woman yeah and, like, yeah was, was yeah. I heard John Wayne was a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm sure life. he was. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> um, All right, so but 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 Moon Knight was really the next subject. I, I just had to throw in that. But if you you if, wanted to balance out, you know, talking about garb. Uh, no, it was just weird. Garbage, like I I was like Oscar. Film. It was weird. It was like <laughs> every every scene was so good. I mean, I, and. It was just like so perfectly cut, and the visuals were great. And you're like, shit, they they used to make movies like this. You I know, felt it was... the same way when I saw <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola movie Jack, where yeah. Robin Williams plays a uh, a child that uh, ages rapidly. Yes, and the like a middle aged Robin Williams. And when I felt the same way. You know all the beautiful shots, like when Bill Cosby played Robin Williams' doctor, yeah. and it was very similar to um, the scenes with Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now I think Robin. <laughs> no, but okay. Going back to Apocalypse Now, Martin Sheen had a heart attack making that movie. Supposedly, yeah. Right? Yeah, well, they they hired Harvey Keitel to play that role, and he showed up in Panama to film it, and Coppola let him go a week later. And then they brought in Martin Sheen, 
who immediately had a heart attack. <laughs> and then, oh, that and then sucks. That scene in the beginning when he's in his hotel room getting drunk and he like beats the shit out of a mirror and cuts his hand up and is all bloody. That that actually yeah. happened. That's not like none of that's makeup or it was unscripted. There was just like filming shit. <laughs> yeah they just they just filmed it thankfully he just did all the lines in the script that's all and they all the oh good no good what all the helicopters they used were like panamanian military helicopters and the helicopters would literally go out and fight actual battles in the daytime or in the evening then they'd come back and Coppola would have to repaint them to look like American helicopters. Oh my and God. It's just it's like so, weird. so bizarre. Like the whole film was just like. Didn't like Prince. I thought Prince Ford Coppola had a heart attack making that movie also. Uh, he might have. I had a heart attack watching it. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it's that intense. And this is like, what? What his face is like 14 in it or something. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. He's like super yeah. young. Lawrence Fishburne's like in it. Gunner. Yep. Yeah, he's, like, he's literally. I think he was literally fifteen. His parents had to come to the filming. Yeah, it's it is just a, a bananas movie, but it's so good. And like the whole plot of it is like, um, it, it almost reminds you of reminds me of like, um, did you ever? I, not a lot of people liked it, but I loved it. That uh, Ad Astra, that Brad Pitt space movie. I never saw that. It kind of reminded me of that. It's like you can see how so many movies after it borrowed shit from apocalypse now and uh did you why did they get rid of harvey cartel well he said i don't think there's like a definitive answer but the the consensus is that harvey cartel is a real intense kind of alpha male actor you know like Uh, like he would overpower brando and shit well yeah and the the martin sheen character the way coppola envisioned it is supposed to be captain willard is supposed to be a real passive observer like he's not right. he's, he's just our guy to the yes. movie exactly he's and he's supposed to be real sure. <laughs> and he's supposed to be real <laughs> detached and kind of like passive and just sort of like like being pulled along by the current and harvey Keitel was not going to be that that's the theory at least and that that he's makes a, a lot of sense well shit if you watch this martin sheen who looks i mean he i think he was like 35 at the time but he, he looks very young um Martin Sheen is just amazing. He's just like he's so intense. Like every minute of the 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 movie, uh, it really is. Brother? What his brother? You ever seen his brother? No. An actor also. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you gotta look up what his brother's done. Well, I would say that one of the like often like I'll uh, people will say like you should watch Citizen Kane and then I'll watch Citizen Kane and it sucks you know it's like you oh okay, it's like it's okay you're just like right. I get I could see you know the movie came out in like the early forties I'm like okay I could see how this changed cinema in ways yes. with the angles and shots but like I can appreciate it for what it is but it's it's not like a pleasant I'm not gonna tell you it's good like yeah I mean. But Apocalypse Maybe Now. Maybe I was fifty years older. <laughs> uh, the Apocalypse Now, at least the Apocalypse Now Redux. If even if you've seen the movie a whole bunch of times, it's like so good. It's so good, and it's like. You, but Joseph, maybe eighty-year-old yeah. Joseph would say, <laughs> or ninety-year-old Joseph would say that. Uh, what was the movie again? I just screwed up. Orson Welles. Encino Man. Oh, Citizen Kane. Yeah, it's Orson Welles. Encino Man. 
<laughs> it's not a sled. It was a weasel. The weasel. The weasel. Yeah. weasel. No, what was it called again? Uh, are you talking about Citizen Kane? Yeah, yeah. Nine-year-old Jess would be talking about how amazing Citizen Kane is. Could be. I don't know. Something Joseph's talking about how great the movie was that when he was a child when it came out. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, I always it's, say this about like the original Star Wars movies. Yeah. I think they're amazing, or at least Empire is. I am sure. Still, they would always be. I would never tell like if it was like like my son or whatever, but he's watched when he was little. But if I yeah. someone ever saw him, they were like fifteen. I would not lie to them and be like, "Oh yes, that was amazing. You're gonna love it." I'm like, "No way," because it's like, yeah, it's a different movies are made today. You'd be like, "This is crap." It's a different era, and I will say, like, it's weird. There's some scenes in Apocalypse Now Redux where you're like, "Oh, okay, this is how they used to, this is how movies used to work." Where there'd be like scenes of like exposition and the dialogue is like, "Well, people don't really talk that way. This is like movie talk or whatever." Hey, you see, yeah, it's well, it's Apocalypse Now. Yeah, see, man. <laughs> But, um, but, but, this, but it almost seems like intentional like now it almost has like a retro like an intentional retro fit to it i don't know it's hard to explain if, if you watch it like i said it's three and a half hours i don't know that anybody has the time to like i just devote. re-watched the batman oh well they announced batman too yeah did you oh, they see did that? announce batman too. yeah I still think they need to bring in Robin. A lot Some of guys people. Like, yeah, a lot of people. Bring on Twitter in Robin. It could be that. done, man. If Tails can work in Sonic Two, there's no reason why Robin can't work in the new Batman movie. That's true. Yeah, that's the that's the example a lot of people were bringing up. That's the <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were like Tails worked so well. Why can't Robin work in Batman? Great. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's uh, uh, right out have two tails in the Batman and just <laughs> merge them together and just get it over with. Yeah. Know? Well, did you see the flash? I guess we'll do one more detour before Moon Knight. Did you see the Flash uh, teaser trailer? The Flash? Yeah, with um, the, with uh, the new Flash with that Ezra Miller and Michael Keaton is in it. I saw like a. 10 second thing a couple of months ago but is a teaser um uh, yeah i think at comic-con they showed it i i maybe i'm i, I, I don't oh, think CinemaCon, I, it's called so Cinemacon. yeah i'm sorry CinemaCon. uh yeah it was, it was I feel like, like someone a, just made that up they're like like CinemaCon. i'm like yeah, it happens every year i'm like yeah look, look at it. no showed um like uh uh the flash kind of like uh zipping around you know as the flashes want to do uh, and they talk, start talking about how like you can go to any universe and you can go to anything. And then uh, at the end, he kind of goes to an abandoned Wayne Manor uh, and um, Batman is kind of there in the shadows. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's a really cool scene. Um, yeah. I'll have to check it out. I was watching, before we get to Moon Knight real quick, I was watching the show with my wife, Dope Sick on Hulu. It's about- Oh, Mexican I heard this. Is, yeah, I heard that's real good. And the only reason I bring it up is because Michael Keaton plays this doctor who gets addicted. Right. To he ends up getting addicted to it. It's he's great in it, man. If you you know that scene in Batman when he's like, You wanna get nuts? Yeah. Let's get nuts. <laughs> That's like the best scene. It's like so weird. It's like Bruce Wayne. He's like, you wanna yeah, yeah. get nuts? That's kind of like the intensity. Like there's a scene where he beats the shit out of the, the guy who gives him who originally sold it to him. 
Yeah. And he just like goes crazy because he's like super high on it. He gets to like an accident. He ends up starting to take it. They he said gets, like, that scene vivid. is exactly like living in West Virginia. It was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it was a documentary. That's just how it feels all the time. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Nah, I highly recommend Dope Sick. It's really good. Yeah, I um, heard it's good. And he's, he's great in it, Michael Keaton. Uh, all right. So fifth episode of Moon Knight. Eric. Yeah, yeah. What did you think? I, I loved it. I, look, I'm not as How much. How hippos do you give it? Yeah, I give it five. Five out of five hippos. I, um, I, it's weird. Like, Apocalypse Now is very sad. And it, but it didn't really bother me. This this type of sad show really was was uh, tugging at my heartstrings. It was a very emotional episode for me. Um, it was the uh, best one out of yeah. the five episodes. Yep. Um, you so basically in the end of the last episode of Moon Knight, Mark Spector, whatever. Yep. Stephen Grant gets shot by Doctor Harrow, and then the scene he wakes up, he's in a mental institution. Yeah. And then we find out like he's like I don't know Doctor Harrow. Not Harrow is now Doctor Harrow, and all the people throughout the show are also in the um, in the institution. One of the guys that's in it we didn't talk about. It. Remember the gold statue person that Stephen Grant would always talk to? Yeah. That old guy. He was. In oh the yeah, with the monocle. Yeah. Yeah. The rumor though about him though is is that he's actually playing a character. Uh, Moon Knight kind of has his own little Alfred type character, yeah. And supposedly it's that guy. Okay, that would that would track. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if they go anywhere with it, or he was just happened to be there, and now he's in this scene. But people think that's who he's playing, right? Um, in the end of the, then you realize like Steve Grant is now like has his own body or whatever in this weird institution or possible afterlife or purgatory or whatever there yeah so uh mark specter and steve grant now are like two individual characters and then this like hippo god uh shows up this deity yep. and that's where the episodes kind of starts and they do a lot they go into a lot of like mark specter's past kind of the beginning of the destruction of the psyche what happened yeah. Um, and how he became Moon Knight. I, I, from what I know, it's pretty faithful to the comics. Like, again, the Stephen Grant character, I think they changed up a bit because they didn't want him to be like Bruce Wayne, so they made him more like a different kind of character. Um, you find out that, and I'm glad they finally acknowledge that Mark Spector is the guy. He's the guy. Stephen Grant was a uh, dissociative personality that he replaced because he was abused by his mother as a child. Right. Which is, you know, sad. <laughs> it was terribly sad. I mean, it, it was it was terribly a bunch of it was terribly sad. A is the young Mark Spector getting horribly abused by his mom, uh, and so the, mentally, physically, but mostly psychologically. Like, yes, because he accidentally he has a younger brother, and I guess they go off to the woods or something. They went to and... a cave, and the the younger brother drowned. So the mother, of course, blames him for it, and like, but like viciously so, like not even yeah. like, not even hiding it, you know, like the father tries his best as he can to like, you know, be as good of a dad as he could be. Yeah, but Mark, the young Mark Specter is like, no, you needed to stand, like the the 
dad just tolerates the mom abusing the kid you know i mean yeah so but it's sad for the the young mark specter but it's really sad for the older stephen grant like you you he because this is a character we've kind of come to know and and like and he was my favorite he always talks to his mother what is who is the woman he's talking to is it nobody nobody he's always leaving messages that's That's right he was always like, oh, I guess I missed you again. And that's it. Like we find out in this episode that this big psychic split occurred at the mother's funeral. And um, well, and- he was already, you know, he was already kind of switching into Steve Grant, like when he was a kid and he had the messy room and the mother came yeah. in and all of a sudden he was like talking bad British and like he was Steve Grant now. And right. I don't know if he fully escaped in Steve Grant or he was just kind of doing that as a coping coping mechanism yeah I think there was that but there's that one scene in the street kind of near the end of the episode where the Mark Spector character says to the Stephen Grant character like this was like we're sitting Shiva for my mom and this is when it all went to hell this is when we lost control of these personalities you know we had to like wrestle for control or whatever this is where steve grant basically became his own personality thinking he was his own person and And he was um, we saw a lot of like the shit he'd try to talk to his mom and leave messages but there was no one there and he knew it all along he just he's a he's a figment and we come to know and love this character and then he realizes he's not even real and then he right, gets like you're, you're introduced to him first. The first yeah. episode is yep. all about him. Yeah. He's the he's the one going through the like is being haunted. He's the one being like waking up in weird places and not knowing. And he's nice and he's time. funny. He's sympathetic. The Mark Spector character is kind of a dick. And you know, I it's, mean, he's uh yeah, I mean, yeah, he's whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, Mark. Steve Grant doesn't have uh, doesn't come with the baggage right um, that Mark Spector comes with and and you know Mark Spector is also not you know he says like when he sees yeah. all the dead people they supposedly killed and and uh, you know because he was like a mercenary uh, yeah. before he I guess died and Kanshi brought about but I mean in the first episode they kind of already hinted you knew Steve Grant was not the main guy because the country kept on calling him the parasite in the first episode yep the idiot parasite you know like and we also knew that like the these the uh other the other character the mark specter had had a wife and a long history and clearly had more of a life than this guy had you know like a history and so steve grant from what they established he's is really only a couple months old then yes as a as As a, a own entity right the crack psyche, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. I thought they implied that he always, but I guess he just used that Steve Grant as like a coping mechanism well, to avoid like his mother's abuse or something. Yeah, and he kind and, of like shifted back and forth, but basically we've been watching a, a very long, slow burn origin story, right? I mean- Yeah, I mean, that's usually the case with some of these shows, but like, I mean, yeah. It remind this episode remind me a lot of Loki episode five too. Where Loki yeah. gets sent into that weird purgatory, that, yeah, because he gets—I uh, forgot what they call it—sticked, and then he right. like evaporates. But he's a, and then he wakes up in that weird dimension. That's when you right. see all the other Lokis, and it kind of like has kind of focuses on that. And it kind of remind me of this too, because it's like a weird afterworld. They're on that boat in the sand, 
yeah. with that D, the, the hippo deity. And I really, I'm like, are they going to introduce Jake Lockley? Or like, is that, because they hinted at it a bunch of times. There's that other uh, sarcophagus that wasn't yeah. open or, um, you know, in the third episode, I think it was when like, when he, Mark Spector was passing out and, right. or going in and he was like, Steve, did you do that? And Steve's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like clearly it was another personality right. who was even more brutal than Mark Spector. And they heavily implied it. I'm assuming right. if you don't find out in this episode, maybe that's the cliffhanger for the season is that there's another personality. Um, I don't know. It, but the, basically the, uh, what's the name of the hippo god deity? I think like Tawet, a, Tahawet yeah. or something. And she says something about like, she pulls out these stones that are supposed to be the hearts. Yeah. And says they're not balanced. And uh, unfortunately, when uh, spoilers, I mean, we spoiled a lot. This is like a really sad scene. Um, Steve Grant falls off the, the boat. Yeah. And, Trying to save Mark Spector. Yeah. And he's like, he turns into like a statue. Yeah. And, in, and it's really sad, you know? It is. It's, it's like, very sad. Yeah. It's very sad. Um, and the, but then there's balance because it, that psyche's gone and now it's just yeah. Mark Spector. She says that it's balanced, but then he wakes up in that field in the end. You don't know what's going on now. That's like the yeah. big cliffhanger. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a great episode. I'm sorry. I'm so tired of people who shit on Marvel stuff because it like, like for every, like, fine, like. Falcon the Winter Soldier, which I could see why some people don't like it or whatever. For yeah. me, that there's this. And come on, I, I'm so tired of like the, uh, like, I'll admit I, I do like Marvel. I tend to like Marvel stuff over DC. Yeah, sure. Is, but I also like DC a lot too. I liked almost all the DC movies except for like Batman vs. Superman and, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, Suicide Squad, the first one. Like they're garbage, I, but I and I didn't really even, care for yeah, they're fine. Play, but, but like I'm not gonna shit on like I don't know. I just think people just love to shit on it. And it's just because it's popular, and that's it. And they have well, a very like narrow view of what they make. And I feel like Moon Knight is something I feel like Moon Knight should be like one of those things where people are gonna be like, you know, I don't really care for Marvel stuff, but I really like Moon Knight. Yeah, I think that's true. I think Moon Knight, I I really like that they did something different, you know. Um, Oscar this is Isaac, a, like, is great in it. Oh he, like, he deserves an award for this. I think he I, deserves an award for this. I'll tell you, th- during this episode in particular, I forgot that it's, like, one guy playing both roles. Like, they're talking to yeah. each other the whole episode. And yeah. I, I, it, it, you, it was only later did I was did I stop and think like oh that's just one dude and it's like CGI and camera tricks and whatever. Feel like he is. Too, it's two individual people playing. Yeah, two different characters. It's crazy. Uh, and he's so good. Yeah, CGI, the CGI or what the split of the camera, or the LA composite film these days, it's not. It's gotten a lot better than what they used to be able to do. But they know? feel he's like the, two different people. They they it does not feel like. Oh, that's Oscar Isaac, and that's Oscar Isaac with a British accent. It feels like these are two different actors. Uh, anyway, it's it's really good. I I still in my head, 
got a little bogged down by the pacing in the first couple episodes and the different yeah. shifts and tone. Um, and I think we were texting today. I think some of it is that like, look, when somebody says we got six episodes, I want, I want action real quick. That was my problem with Hawkeye. There's an episode where I was like, what happened? Why aren't we moving the story forward? Yeah. That happened. That yep. And there was yeah, an episode of Loki. Episode or something. Yeah. There's an episode of Loki yep. where I felt that way. It seems and, to be the third episode of these shows. Yeah. Except for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because that one might have been the one when they went to Madripoor. Oh, that and that's yeah, the best one. That was the best one. That's like that's the best one. But most well, of the time, these third episodes on Loki, which I didn't hate, but it kind of was like. And then I my only thing I don't like about the Moon Knight show is that I feel like they haven't really shown Moon Knight <laughs> as a superhero. Well, they haven't no. really shown much Moon Knight. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he's only in it a bit. Like he's in the second episode for a bit. He shows up a bit again in the third one. He's yeah, barely. He's not in the fourth one really at all. Well, because Kanshu gets like uh like turned to stone, so yeah. there's no Moon Knight really anymore. And then in this one, you see glimpses of Moon Knight. But he's Moon Knight's not in it. You see his origin story. Yeah. You see like. My guess um, is that he'll feature heavily in episode five, six. You know, he'll, yeah. he'll battle. Uh, Once that Mandalorian shows up. <laughs> well, Yoda, CGI Luke. So, yeah, I, it's been great. And I, I really appreciate the, the not to sound weird about it, but like the risks they took and the, there's just like a lot of cool shit in here that we don't see generally. And um, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, that was really good. I think it was like serious subject matter. Yeah. This is very serious. Well, this matter. one was just child by his mother. Like, yeah. I do like that they didn't hide the fact that he's Jewish. Like, yeah. I always remember that Blue Knight was one of the Jewish superheroes out there. Yeah. Uh, um, which is better because usually, you know, <laughs> I was going to say something like <laughs> the, the current crop of, uh, GOP people, uh, they're they want to create a character called the money lender, but uh, right, yeah, right. Moon Knight, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they just, um, yeah, uh, um, no, I thought it was great, I like that. It's like, uh, also, it's like a representation of like he's like a Sephardic Jew, which is different, not what people, yeah, perceive Jewish people like in America, like we have a very like everyone's Woody, Allen. they're all Woody, Allen. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's it's just how, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, the music's different, and the 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 locales they shot in were kind of cool. Yeah, and it's just everything about it was just real kind I, of refreshing. You know, I would like one thing. I would like if they can do it in the end, even if it's just like a cut scene in the end, like a cut scene where um, they. They say something about the rest of the Marvel universe. Yeah, I think there needs to be some connection because presumably, something. presumably, uh, uh, Moon Knight will show up in some other Marvel property, right? Like he's going to show up. You don't get Oscar Isaac to be in a in a series like right. that and not have attention to being. He's a movie theater actor. Like he's not like he could do TV, but I mean he's a movie yeah a quality actor you know this isn't cw or anything like that right i think like it would make it makes no like honestly i would say almost 
that's what's great about those Marvel shows is that the casting and stuff, these are all people that would be in the movies. Like yeah, these are A-listers, yeah. They're A-list, they they're not, I mean, yeah, they basically, yeah, they're real actors that you would cast in movies. And like the girl, I forgot her name, the one playing Kate Bishop. Yeah. Um, you've seen her in a bunch of stuff in movies and stuff, and obviously other shows. Um Obviously, like the Kingpin, we all know him. Yeah. Uh, Farmigia, whatever, the woman who plays uh, her mother, like, it's been in tons of movies. Uh, it's great. I think these shows are great in that there's no reason why any of these characters can't show up in a movie. And I think that, actually, uh, you're going to see a lot of WandaVision crossover in the mm. new Doctor Strange movie that's coming out really soon. Yeah. They're starting I to show so. that heavily in the trailers, like, um, start with the kids from the movie, I mean, yeah. from the show, WandaVision, are in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, like, that'll be good. And, and they even show a hint of Monica Rambeau, who you see her, how she gets her powers in WandaVision. I think she shows up in this fully. Oh, yeah. What was, checked out. what was her her character's name? Not um, Well, our character's name is Monica Rambeau, but she takes on the name. She is Captain Marvel in the comics. That's comics. right. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah and she's got the marvel all throughout like 80s and 90s and then she becomes like photon or something they give her some other photon name. is what i was thinking of yeah yeah but she's captain marvel in the for years um and i mean it, it'd be it's kind of sick to see that like i, I th- it's funny some people are like complaining i see it they're like oh this is like too much like i have to watch this to watch this and i'm like i mean you don't, but no, you like Wikipedia, that shit, you know? Yeah, it's not I big of a deal. Like, honestly, most of the people who love these movies love those movies, yeah. so they're, they're watching it and they do want to look it up and they're watching videos on YouTube of guys like being like 20 things you missed in this episode, right? Yeah, like, yeah, fine, you know, for the average dick on Twitter who wants to just <laughs> shit on Marvel movies all the time, they're gonna say something like that. And I mean, yeah, from a very, like, if you want to ha- be completely disinterested and uh, disinge- disingenuous, and then, yeah, you'll say something like, oh, I need to watch all these things to... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, do you? I mean, I bet you could watch it, and if you like it, you'll be like, oh, I want to go check out the other stuff. Right. Yeah. I don't know. For years, they've. it's kind of funny, because for years, uh, I would hear that about comics, like, how there's too much continuity in comics that makes it harder for people to... Um, get into that yeah like, yeah it's a hard hard to find a uh entrance point entry point they i remember back in the early 2000s marvel introduced thing called the ultimate line and it was their plan to make a new entry point yeah i, I remember that um i don't know that's part of the appeal is like the, the complicated nature of it's part of the appeal to be honest with you i mean like these aren't supposed to be easy these aren't supposed to be easy you know hmm. i don't think so you know, not it's that's part of like what makes it cool is that putting those connections together, seeing the bigger picture. Like anybody can watch any of these alone. You can still watch. You can still watch. I feel like, like what's great about Infinity War and Endgame is that honestly, you could probably watch just those two movies alone. Yeah, and get a really complete story and like maybe yeah, go back and watch some of the other movies if you want. But yeah. like. Not a big you, deal if you don't. They make it. They make it so anybody could watch those and be just fine. Now, are you going to appreciate it more if you had seen Ant Man? Sure, probably. Well, gonna, 
Yeah, actually, you're right, especially the last Ant Man movie because yeah. it ties into like how we ended up like that. It'll you'll you'll have a much deeper appreciation for it, but you can still watch the the one movie and be just fine. Yeah. Say my my kid, I took my kid to go see the latest Spider Man movie in the theaters, and she had never seen the first two. This is the only one she had seen, you know, uh, and uh, the Spider Man No Way Home. She loved it. Which is fine. No, but I mean, like, are you talking about the older ones with the different actors? Or are you just talking about the other two with the main guy now? No, she, this is literally the only Spider-Man movie she ever saw. Oh, I'm sorry, she saw Into the Spider-Verse. But uh, yeah. as far as like a live-action Spider-Man movie, this is literally the only one she'd ever seen. She had no idea who Doctor Strange was. She had, but it was fine. It's oh, there's a wizard guy with a cape. I guess he's going to do magic shit. That's, I mean, that's all she needed to know. You know, I mean, like it's she enjoyed the movie fine on its own now i enjoyed it on a much deeper level but right. that's just <laughs> all the subtle the yes homoerotic uh, right. relationships between all three spider-man i was like just watch he's gonna bang paulie shore and stephen baldwin right biodome so uh yeah i mean i i, I think for <laughs> it was weird when Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker made Andrew Garfield chewing his toe. <laughs> I I think that for you know people like me or you, the complicated nature of it's kind of part of the appeal. Um, and they, anybody can still watch it. So you know, uh, people just want to hate on things. Yeah, fuck them. That's just it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I look forward to Moon Knight. I think like my biggest complaint about it is just I feel like they haven't really established Moon Knight as a yeah. hero character. Like this last episode was amazing. But like as an episode, it's great. But as a show overall, I still think they've missed the mark a bit, Mark Spector. Yeah. Uh, of portraying Moon Knight as some kind of hero. Like, how long has he been active as Moon Knight? Well, I mean, they kind of hinted at it in this one. I my guess is that right now Moon Knight isn't a hero. Moon Knight's only been like an instrument of uh, Khonshu's vengeance. He's been like a, a, if anything, like a bad guy. And my guess is that what we see in episode six is the the actual birth of Moon Knight as having some sort of agency or free will. And now being Moon freed Knight, from Kanshu to be like his own hero. Yeah, he'll make, make a deal. Decision. Yeah, he'll make a deal where it's like, I'll free Kanshu, but I get set, you know, or some, or some, something like that. I get, but to, like, set the, I get to set the, uh, standards and yeah like we'll work together i'm not working for you or something to that effect yeah and uh and this next episode will be the first real because moon knight the times we've seen him he's neither good nor bad he just does shit yeah well i mean like he's only been you only seen him to like in the position of like saving himself basically yeah you haven't really seen him be like active as a hero yet. And okay, so just real quick before we wrap this up, we'll go to the next. Like in this episode, they kind of reveal, like, okay, he basically agrees to Contra to be his fist, uh, and Contra brings him back. He was going to die, and Contra right. basically brings him back to life or make, lets him live. Yeah. And he becomes the fist of Contra. But like, how long? So the Shiva must have been shortly after that and then that's a good point um the shiva must be shortly after that because you said that the shiva was only a couple months before what we see in the first episode yes 
That's what that's what the Mark Spector character said. Is that that was only a couple of months before we, you know, right? That did he live in London too? Did his parents live in like was the Shiva in America or was it in London? Looked like London. I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. That's a good question. I I don't know. I don't know. I want to rewatch it again. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. Hopefully, the I mean, it all comes down to the sixth episode. Maybe Moon Knight yeah. will uh, come riding on a rancor. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be that would be cool. awesome. Rides yeah. rides like a. Well, I, I I mean, are we gonna see Mammoth? 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 Is it the the crocodile god? Oh yeah. Um, Annet is it? At, Abbott, Abbott and Costello. <laughs> I don't All know. Right. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I liked it. I cannot wait for the last episode. And I hope that it makes no sense for his character not to part him all the universe. There's no, there's no reason for right. him to, like, all they have to do is just say, like, one thing. Yeah. Be, so you know that he's part of, he exists in the same universe. Right. Like, wait, I mean, you're no Iron Man. That's it. That's all I'd say. Previously, they just would have had like Nick Fury show up. You know, I mean, like, hey, putting together. You think a... you're the only schizophrenic yeah, we... uh, fucking dissociative okay. personality superhero? That may be true. However, the Hulk shows up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and it'll be interesting. I, I hope they tie it in. I'm I'm pretty sure they will. But all right. Well, our next our our next big topic is a a weird one it's uh i guess elon musk put an offer together to buy twitter and the twitter board unanimously agreed to accept his offer but don't they have to isn't there a process and it could still be like it could still be yes it could still be derailed but people are saying that it's so unlikely that it'll be derailed that it it's like this is like hoping that Mueller will come out of retirement to file charges against Trump. You know, it's like, it's not going to happen. Well, I mean, they joke, people are making jokes saying that like, he's been tweeting like crazy today, all kinds yeah. of crazy shit. And one of them was about like truth social about how well yep. it's doing. And just saying and, like propping up Tim Pool and all this other crazy shit. And people are like, it's almost like he's doing it on purpose to get out of it because well, one, a lot of people dropped out of it recently. Supposedly, yeah. like a ton of people were like, fuck it, I'm not going to do on this anymore. Um, and then the other thing is that like Tesla stock dropped like $126 billion, which yeah. is three times more than three times what he would pay for Twitter, right? About. Yeah. yeah. It's it's crazy. Um it uh it did it did drop kind of precipitously today um like really bad uh tesla uh the stock well the other day it dropped it dropped more uh let's see oh i'm i'm maybe looking at what would be tomorrow um it went from like 900 it went from nearly a thousand dollars thousand and five dollars to uh it's only lost about 10 or 12 percent of its value it looks like um that's I don't still know. a lot it's still a lot he the weird thing is like twitter twitter look twitter's got problems obviously but it works well right now 
for the most part, you know, and I, I don't <laughs> really get what the, I, I get the conservatives are mad that Donald Trump got kicked off. And I get that they're yeah, mad. What, what, what reason though? Why did he get kicked off? It's like they won't acknowledge why he was kicked yeah. off. Well, they, they, they want no repercussions. They want to be able to, to lie. You know, I mean, like seriously, I mean, seriously, I mean like that's kind of a weird. Yeah. It's it's not a it's it, it's not even a terrible argument per se. Like, like if I like when I I posted that um that thing where like Newsweek allegedly reported that Joe Rogan died and his dying words were "I'm gay," you know, like like that was not true when i posted it you know i mean like i, I retweeted well, you're also it. not the uh president of the united states millions of followers right and you're not like the head of a company or the president but it isn't it is a weird argument to make like like and i can kind of see the the contours of a good argument like why sh- why can't i say this you know like like, let's say I, I really believe that vitamin C cured my cold, you know, even though there's no evidence. Why can't I say that? Well, like, that seems innocuous. You know, that seems like something pretty okay to say, because like, no one's going to die from that information. You know, if you yeah. take vitamin C to get over a common cold and it doesn't work, the negative repercussions are very small. Would you waste three bucks on a bottle of vitamin C? I mean, that's, that's it. That's all that bad could have happened. But like, <laughs> so it's, the, it's so clear to see that there, there's limits here. Like no one wants people to be able to freely distribute child pornography, right? Well, yeah, I, I, that's the other thing too. It's like, what? So, okay. So people... It, even Elon Musk acknowledged today or the other day in one yeah. of his tweets about like the law and stuff like right. that when it came to yes. free speech. Like, he understands that. But I want to know, and I wish someone answered, what do you mean by free speech? What yeah. what are you not able to say on here that you want to say? What, well, do you, it, what do you consider free speech? And we know what these clowns are. They want to harass trans people. Yeah, they want to harass gay people. They want to spread lies about the election. They want to spread lies about COVID, on with no repercussion. They yeah. want to spread lies about gay people. They want to spread anti-Jewish stuff. That's part of the mix. Oh yeah, they yeah. want to. Do, this is what they want to do, and they want to face no consequences for it. They want Twitter. They want Twitter to be like 2015 all over again. Um, where you had guys like Alex Jones and Milo still on, yeah, and and, uh, and the, all these other fucking Nazi clowns and shitheads that were on there, they want that. That's I don't know what else they think. Like I just want to know what it is. So what all these idiots? Whenever I post something or if I put something on Instagram, they'll say something about freedom of speech. I'm like, what? What are you not able to say that you like? What do you think? I just want to know, like, what do you think is free speech? Like, what are you missing out here? You, yeah. you can pretty much say yeah. anything you want. Like Terrence K. Williams, he's this like grifter. He's a black Republican uh, shitbag yep. who yeah, yeah. like just sucks up to Donald Trump. He, he's like a bad actor or something who just latched on like a to the Trump train. And he 
tweeted something about like with with Elon Musk, I'll be able to say fuck Joe Biden instead of let's go Brand or something. I'm like, people you are like, just you said it. it the whole time. Yeah. What are you talking about? I curse all the time on there. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. It is weird. The only, I, time, the only time you have to worry about cursing is when you reply on a comment. You're they'll hide your comment if you curse yeah, in the comment. Yeah, that is true. But your initial tweet, you could say fuck or shit and people will see it. Yeah. The the one interesting thing, I don't know, is like Elon Elon Musk is like it reminds me of like when you let a little kid decide where to go to dinner you know like you may luck out <laughs> you know you could the little kid could decide to go where go somewhere nice for dinner or or you could like be eating like i don't know awful stuff you know uh or when you let a little kid decide what the family's going to do that night you know sometimes it works out great some some of elon musk's ideas aren't terrible you know like what well, he, what did he, want to he wanted to make the the algorithm kind of open source like like let people see how the algorithm works. i heard that's bad actually mm. because it would reveal information on people and it would also eliminate the point of an algorithm yeah that could be i mean like if you make it open then people can learn how to beat it um i don't like, know I don't, it defeats they don't have an algorithm like it's stupid that's not a yeah that's like and I forgot what else there was. It was like something that celebrities have that like right now is a feature that basically hides comments. Like celebrities would just drop out of Twitter if, if yeah. it became, because then they would like just be inundated all the time by, uh, there's a lot of filters involved that like protect people and like uh, you don't see as many trolls. Like it's pretty, like yeah, I'll tweet something and then I won't see any comments, but then I'll click on it. It'll say hiding it. And then there's just like four trolls. It's something absolutely awful to me. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, if I didn't well, click here and look, I would never have to see this shit. What I did a long time ago is there's some setting in Twitter where you can like eliminate getting any notifications. Oh, I don't have notifications. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can like make, you can kind of tailor it. I don't know. I mean, like, look, I, I'm real curious as to how things are going to pan out. I, I know, I, and here's, I guess, my, my bottom line is that, like, Twitter, for all its, like, awful parts, Twitter works pretty much the way it, it works. And it's become really popular and useful amongst certain people. If I think, he, the, yeah. I just He's can't just see him improving it. it. You know, I mean, I can't I, see. I like, I okay, if you're just going to let a bunch of fucking disgusting chuds back on or you're going to eliminate protections of marginalized people on it then you're making the place unusable and people are just going to not go on it well that's the thing that's if like look if it does become what a lot of people fear it'll become gab gab 2.0 yeah i mean then it's people aren't going to go on it you know i mean it'll wither and um I don't know. I mean, maybe that's his. Maybe he doesn't care about that. But like, I don't know why like, you would spend forty-four billion on something if you want. If you, your main intention was to destroy it. That seems crazy. I mean, is his ego that big? Well, because I, his people have been making fun of him on it. I do think, and and I'm not saying this is the case here. Very wealthy people often get it in their head, or even just wealthy people, they think all their ideas are good ideas. He may legitimately think he's going to turn Twitter into this amazing place. 
he, I just don't think he has the idea how to. Elon he Musk didn't isn't even know what an edit button was going to be. Like yeah. his so-called edit button that he was going to do. He doesn't even like, know when, when it really was going to be. And then he just said, like, it was the same. We talked about last boss guy podcast it was like the equivalent of just deleting and making a new tweet fixing your grammar yeah plus I mean, a lot of people new- a lot of people at twitter um they don't they don't want to work for elon musk they'll quit you yeah know? and honestly like i saw a lot i left of jobs. company i i left jobs before when i was if yeah. i didn't want to work with that owner i and i was like time to go a lot of chuds are saying oh well you could hire anyone to do this stuff i i don't think that's the case i really don't no, that's not the case uh, no. and so like if you have 50 60 computer engineers at twitter quit i don't think it's going to be too long before they come up with their own thing frankly yeah. you know and maybe that'll be it like everyone Peter. thought yeah well everyone thought MySpace was gonna dumb <laughs> remember fucking rupert murdoch paid a bajillion dollars for myspace yeah myspace would live forever and it's only like people forget pretty quickly but like twitter and facebook those have only been around facebook came and killed myspace yeah but something else can come next yeah (laughs) same thing that's why that's why if you look at like the what facebook did over the years is they knew that they killed myspace and knew the whole time that something else could come along and that's yeah. why they, they bought Instagram. Gobbled up Instagram. They gobbled up WhatsApp. I think they gobbled up. Yep, they got they, WhatsApp. They they couldn't get Snapchat, so they're like, "Fuck it, we'll just steal all Snapchat's features and put it on Instagram and create yep. stories." They got and then chat they roulette. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> chat roulette. Like, no, no. I think they ignored that one. But yep. then TikTok comes along, and now they're like, "Well, now reels. we have reels on Instagram." Yeah. Like. Yeah. They're freaking out. They need to evolve. But the funny thing about Twitter, though, is Twitter kind of exists on its own thing. And what's great about Twitter is, okay, besides the fact that it's just like a stream of consciousness, you can post whatever, but you can post movies, you can post like you can post videos on there. Oh, you have a limit. Yeah. You can post photos, gifts. It's great for gifts. Can't do that on Instagram. Can't leave GIF reactions on people on comments. Um, you, but the other big thing, and this is the great, you can put links. Yeah, that's you can real put nice. Links, I love it. I put my links to my to my stores. Can't do that on Instagram. I could do it. In, I could do it in the stories, but, but I can't do it on the post. I think that's the thing is that like Twitter, Twitter, and may, maybe I'm misreading things here. I don't. I don't think I am, but may, maybe I am. Twitter is its users. That's what makes Twitter twitter right like it's because it's got a good varied user base i go on twitter not because i love the functionality i i enjoy the things i see on twitter and the people posting on twitter is like the people that are on twitter and if you if you lose a big chunk of them like if people like me and you or a few reporters or so if if the twitter engineers if they ever quit twitter and start their own thing it's not going to be hard to make a different twitter and Donald Trump stole it for his truth yeah. social. He literally stole the layout. Truth thing. social, parlor, all those. I mean, it's not. This isn't hard, you know. I mean, like it's it's like pretty basic. What's hard is getting the users. It's getting the users. If Elon Musk runs Twitter into the ground, if he makes it so that there's no no character limit, it's gonna want to fucking 
go through tw- a Twitter feed with no character limit. Like, what the fuck out of here? Some lunatic writes like a fucking four page yeah. fucking comment on your Twitter. You'd be like, I'm not reading this psycho shit. And people are he, nuts, man. Yeah. They'll write like the long, I get people on Instagram will write me like, insanely long comments i'm like i'm not reading this crap it's and like if six paragraphs of nut nut jobbery and if every if if all of a sudden like the, the marginalized people like uh, the gay community if they're just like hammered left and right on twitter by trolls they're gonna leave and eventually like twitter will be a shitty place just like parlor yeah. or gab or whatever and yeah. people will flock to the new one. And this new one can start out right and be like, look, we're not we're not allowing trans bashing on here. That's a rule. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, like, literally what they want to do is these right-wing assholes, they're fine with Elon Musk buying it, thinking that it's free speech. But here's the thing. Elon Musk is not giving anyone free speech. What he is doing you know, is buying $46 billion worth of yeah. data. That's what he's really doing. Right. And these jackasses think like he's gonna let people dead name and misgender transgender people. That's what they want to do. They want to go on there and harass transgender people and say that you know you're I you're a man. I don't recognize and your name's Frank or whatever. Yeah. Like they they want to just harass people. It's like well, and it's disgusting. I don't I don't know that Elon Musk is up for that as much as he's up for uh, I don't, who knows what the hell goes on in this. I world, think he's just know? a fucking feckless troll yeah. who doesn't really give a fuck about anything and his whole ego. And I think he's playing games. It's just the right wing is so stupid that they're they they see him as a, this hero. Yeah, uh, they're they're not always the best judges of situations. Like they just think like, oh good, I'm gonna be able to start sent, like posting like Nazi memes again. Did you notice though? One of the craziest things that recently happened was I lost like a ton of followers recently. I lost like. At least 100 followers of uh, past day. Yeah. And I don't even have that big of an account, but other accounts that are more progressive leaning lost like 10,000 followers. Now, some of them could have been people who left. Uh, some Sometimes they say that like social media companies will go through and eliminate bots or any fake accounts or dead yeah. accounts before a sale to basically make it that like, For hey, sure. these are the honest numbers. This is the honest user. But that's not the case because they someone pointed out said all of a sudden Ron DeSantis the other day. Yeah, got, I had like 80,000 new followers. 80,000, 10,000 of them were literally created that day. And you can yeah. tell there were accounts that were just like they have one post. You ever get those tweets from people like oh, that? Oh, all like, the time. Wow, you just yeah. joined in April 2022 and you have, a, you have a lot to say about this one particular situation right now? What I see a lot of, which is real strange, and I've never really like investigated it, but I see accounts that were started in like 2017 and they've never posted any tweets. They have like two followers. They've been around for five years. They only have two they followers. Just, they just troll people. They, and, they're just going on there and. But you would think just by sheer okay. chance they'd have followers. You know what I mean? Like, Twitter's like, hard to get followers, actually. It's, sure. it's pretty tough. Yeah. to get to, no, once you point. get some it, it it but i remember when i first started it it took me a long time to get to 100 followers on yeah. twitter like it was uh, it was more difficult than instagram i was like wow um i don't know what the outcome is i don't as of right now the way things are going i don't see him improving it 
all these dipshits who claim who are like i've seen some of these assholes who will be like especially if i post something on my instagram they'll leave comments like i don't even go in there i don't even care who cares about twitter i'm like well clearly he does because if he why would he drop 46 billion dollars on twitter if if twitter meant nothing but okay if if twitter meant nothing how come when he he tweets something he could fuck with the stock market just tweet well it it has a down it has a big down trickle effect twitter like because it gets reported on the news and yeah it's it's like whenever a celebrity tweets or anything like that it's used as either like a marketing or of some point, depending on how they use it. Right. Like, that's why I said, I'm like, I find it funny when he uses it because I'm like, treats like an idiot. He's like, he's just supposed to be this, like the head of this company. He tweets like a 12 year old. You don't see like Jeff Bezos tweeting. And if he does tweet, there's a reason for it. It's weird. I, I don't think, I mean, like, look, I'm not saying that the government needs its own Twitter machine or whatever, but like, it is a weird thing. Like this is, this is so clearly a public thing. Like the government See, yeah, releases yeah. tweets. You know, I mean, like it. it it's part well, of well, governments very... all over the world release tweets. Yeah, like I mean, other countries use it. We don't see right, right. of everything that's being tweeted all the time. Now the thing is, is that too. So this has a big effect on the world as well. But like you said, too, like this app could go away and there could be a new one tomorrow. And half the people could just drop out of Twitter and it'll lose its value altogether. Um, It's it'd be a lot easier to leave Twitter, too, than a place like Facebook or a place like Instagram. It's hard to leave. You got like for me, I I know everyone uses it differently, but like that's the only place I I connect with. The family I still have in New Jersey. Oh, that I didn't even meant like just they make it difficult. No, to I meant no, I meant like just emotionally. It's like, look, I I talked to my cousin Lisa uh, on Facebook. That's the only place I ever talked to her, see her, and I talk to her pretty regularly. I, I really kind of value that relationship and that contact, but like do it outside of Facebook too. Yeah, know? but I won't. I mean, like it's it's like the perfect... <laughs> sorry, Lisa, my Facebook account's gone. Your our relationship is dissolved. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I take that back. I see, well, I see her on Instagram, which is also Facebook. Um, yeah, but yeah like, it's funny how people don't separate that. Yeah, know, but really. like, that's it. I mean, like, and I have like I know, some decent, meaningful relationships on Facebook. I've stopped like pretty much posting on Facebook, you know. I mean, like, I'll put stuff up every now and then, Facebook. but I, I barely use it. I, I use like it. it, I use it for my art page. I use it every day, but only to keep in contact with some pretty close friends and family. Um, Twitter, I could walk away from Twitter tomorrow. Like, honestly, I mean, like, I have people yeah, I, I, I mean, know and like. Day, it's just the thing that I fuck around on. Like, I mean, I made some, like, some work and relationships I like with some people on there, but, like, I could leave tomorrow really when Yeah, I mean, people. honestly, I would, I would put on Twitter, like, hey, I'm going here. This is my handle. You know, I'd love to see the people I've, because there are, you're right. There's like, I don't know, like a dozen or so people on Twitter. Some like, it's weird. I, I was thinking the other day, there's this one person, uh, Jay, I, I'm not going to give her Twitter handle or whatever. I've like communicated with this person for like, I don't know, probably 10 years on Twitter. You know, I have no idea 
who the person is. I don't know if it's like a man or a woman. It's all just been like, oh, like links and comments. A, and a, a brain in a jar. Could be, for all I know. Um, <laughs> but like, oh, it's a pretty rewarding long, I guess long-term, I don't even know if it's a friendship, but like, like Twitter. And hybrid. Know, yeah, internet a, uh, relationships are kind of weird sometimes. It's like, well, like a good healthy one, not like a weird one, but. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But like, so, yeah, I'd, I'd miss a few people on Twitter, but I, shit. I don't have any photographs there. I don't, it's not like I connect with friends and family there. I mean, I could leave it's not tomorrow. A, it would not be the end of the world if no. I stopped using it tomorrow. I mean, like for my artwork, I have gotten gigs, some gigs through Twitter. So to me, it's what I like about it is that I don't solely rely on Instagram. Anytime yeah. I could get, like the other day, I finally got my first gig from a TikTok. Oh, like, nice. I feel like TikTok, everyone just goes on there to fuck off on there. And it's not really been a great place for me to make to do business like people like it it gets a good response and may, if anything i could just stay click on me and they start following me on either twitter or instagram but yeah. i haven't i think the way it's used a lot of people don't um i'm not a cam girl so they're not like uh, tiktok know, is a, yeah tiktok is TikTok a can be great tiktok can be really good uh but all i do is i just take my TikToks and bring them into my Instagram reels. <laughs> yeah. I, I love TikTok. I watch it a lot. Um, I recently got a, a deal to do some content, some some grammar, what? some grammar related content for TikTok. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like a lot of colleges are going on TikTok and stuff and putting up content, you know, like for their writing centers and stuff like that. I mean, it's if you engage that's with cool. it, you'll what? I said that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, like I said, I love TikTok, but like the, a, a big chunk of TikTok, which I absolutely hate, is um, 15 year olds wandering into a grocery store and forcing everyone there to be unwilling participants in their little video. Yes. You know, or that, even and, adults that do that. Like, yeah. You know that famous one with the guy, the guy working at the kid working at the ice cream place and that family yeah. comes in. They start saying like ice cream. Yeah. They're like these. Oh my god, that fucking awful! That like every time like, I'm on TikTok, I see a video where some dipshit walks into a uh, uh, McDonald's or something and says, "I ordered light mayo and you gave me this," and they like bust out a burger. They put a light bulb on it or something. It's like, and all the <laughs> people in the minimum wage workers are just like, "My, my job is so." taxing i don't want and you're filming me and you're going to monetize i'm going to be an unpaid actor in your little yeah. bit yeah so fuck that that's, no I know. <laughs> I know that's the thing like some of these people get paid on tiktok if you have a big enough following yeah yeah you get paid tiktok pays you yeah you can make so, you can make a pretty living just from tiktok alone if i'm if ever have, like, made an elected official or whatever um i will make it a law that that you can tase anyone who does that just well like, then you have to provide a government taser to everyone oh yeah that that as well yeah every it every only works it only works when you're being provoked by a tiktok like it yes. senses the app is open yep and like because we don't want people to just use like ah now i have this taser i'm gonna go like kill my grandma you know right like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but if a, if a unless kid, she, unless she's trying to make a TikTok video, then if a kid you know. walks into a McDonald's holding a cell phone and like 
acting ridiculous while filming it, then they should get tased. Well, what you're allowed to do is throw fry grease on them. <laughs> now, I want to go back to something that I'm going to school you on. Yeah, yeah. It's time to go to school, Joseph. This is a good okay. segment. Maybe you could add some music. <laughs> school time. You said something about Twitter being a uh, public utility. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, oh, I didn't mean that in a literal sense, but yes, I did say that. Yeah. I've heard a lot. Okay, so the, the funny thing, and you're going to see a lot of these right-wingers switch. I'm not saying you're right. Yep. But a lot of right-wingers have been pushing the- Section 230, Twitter yeah. is a public utility because it's used so much. So when you silence voices like Alex Jones or silence voices, or you're preventing grifters like Alex Jones to get people to buy boner pills as he spreads disinformation right. on pandemic or- murder kid parent parents of murder you know murdered children uh they want to make it so that these people like so it's like a, a true free speech like a public well, kind of like all right so how we were able to stop that hate group from uh yeah hearing in the uh hoa because we right. pay money for the hoa private what the fuck why are they here we should be allowed to determine that a hate group should not be in the hoa but yeah. then they went to a park Right. And that becomes a whole nother dicey situation. And then it yes. becomes a free speech situation and involves like, uh, regardless, even though we think it's ridiculous, but they, you cannot be prejudiced to the, to the, yeah, and that is true. Yeah. So that's what the right wing from years have been pushing this meme of they think that Twitter needs to be a public space, which is hysterical because really they want the government to control it. Yeah. It's so odd that all of a sudden these anti-government people want government involved. But now that Elon Musk is going to buy it or might buy right. it. Right, it's back to a private happens, thing. Yeah. Also now it's a private company and if you don't like it, leave it or you yeah. know, deal with it. Deal with it, lives, cry lives. And it's just so funny how you're going to see all those people now claiming, they're not going to claim that Twitter was this uh, Private, they're going to say it's a private company now. Well, for Owned years, for years, Trump threatened to like re-examine this thing called Section 230. And all the chuds were super happy that Trump was going to do it. And basically, yeah. it, Section 230 carves out an exemption to publishing. And it basically says that, let's say, let's say, um, uh, a book publisher publishes a book about me with a bunch of lies in it. I can sue that book publisher and get money, right? Because like they published yeah. all these, but I can't, if Twitter allows people to publish lies about me, I can't sue Twitter. So if you got rid of section 230, then you could sue Twitter. And I guess the, the Biden administration over the last couple of days said that they were looking at section 230 which would essentially mean if Elon Musk allowed people to tweet lies on Twitter and didn't do anything to prevent it, then people could sue Elon Musk. Um, <laughs> That's actually really funny. And it would totally devalue it. Yeah. It would yeah. bring the value down. Basically, because it would be like you're, you're, you would treat Elon Musk as the publisher. Because yeah, he essentially is. And if you allow... Um, if you allow slander or libel or you're, you're libel, I guess it would be to be published on your platform over and over again, then the affected party could sue. Uh, I mean, and Trump from day one, when he was started running for president, wanted to stop, want to be able to sue reporters for libel. Yeah. yeah. And so the Twitter thing kind of fits right into this theme. That's what he wanted to do his entire presidency. He wanted right. to be able to 
He said that during his speeches. Again, all these jackasses who thought like, oh, build a wall and let's didn't give a fuck about that. I didn't no. care. It was all about protecting his businesses and his wealth and, and his uh, peers and their yeah. wealth hmm. and the, the ability to stop any type of labor movements or harassment or any, you know, any, it would, and so he could just claim the reporter who's telling the truth and reporting the truth. He could just say, oh, those are all lies. Right. Even if it's on video and everything. So it is kind of funny. I don't know if I agree with the Biden administration doing it. It would be just kind of funny to, because it would totally, it would, one, you, if you thought Twitter was not a bastion of free speech, which I think is hysterical. I'm like, what? You can't, like, you can literally tweet anything. It's more free than Instagram. Like, Instagram, I have to be careful. If I post that Hitler drawing with his head blown off on Instagram, my page could be removed. I, it gets taken down. I posted something in a private Facebook group and it got removed. Yeah. Like that, that drawing, it was a weird art group that was meant to be for like really fucked up art and all that stuff. And it got removed. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's Facebook and Instagram. Twitter, I post that shit at least whenever I feel like it. I've never gotten anything taken down. Well, I read The only this thing all- I ever got taken down is if I tweet on someone's thing and they don't like it, they report me. That's it. I read this article uh, today about content moderators at Twitter. And they said that these people quit at in an amazingly high rate because they're the ones that have to review reports and content. And it said that they just see shit like murders and child pornography and just like shit like that me- constantly. And they, they they like have to watch it. If someone sends in a report, they got to look at the thing that got reported. And a lot of times it's like legitimately bad shit. They delete it or whatever. But then they go home and like shake and quiver and drink gin, you know, until the next day they got to go to work again. So if they only had a severance, well, <laughs> they yeah, actually, yeah, job, no problem. Yeah. But their any would be their like, any would be like completely <laughs> insane. They'd be like, yeah. this is humanity. Well, there's a funny thing you sent me. Let me see if I can find it. I should play it because it, it really oh, sums yeah. up the bullshit free speech argument, the <laughs> fake. That they make because it's like, well, what do you mean by free? Like, what <laughs> what outcome do you want? Where is yeah. it? did you, you texted it to me, right? Yeah, yeah. The Dallas Fort Worth necrophiliacs meetup. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Where is it? I'm trying to. Oh, here we go. Yeah. What uh? What's okay, the well, username on this TikTok? Sorry, go back. Oh, what's Wait. the what's the guy's username? Is it right there? It's the Harris Alterman. Okay, yeah, all right. That's the, the TikTok handle at the Harris Alterman is the one that made this. Let me let me play this again. Yeah. God damn it. I hate this. Sometimes it's super sensitive. Yeah. It moves on to the next one. Well, gentlemen, we've done it. We've launched a free speech social media platform where people can say whatever the hell they want and their accounts will never be banned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first post. This guy wrote an article linking vaccines to autism. Oh, look at this video. Leave it up. Look at this video. Target. Yeah, this guy just wrote, kids are hot. We should kiss them. Oh, maybe take this one down. No, 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 no. We're not taking anything down. He just posted an article he wrote called The Hottest Age
It's seven. It's all pictures. It's hundreds of pictures. All right, well, I think as long as they're clothed, it's... Jesus. Okay, well, uh, you know, it's just one guy. John's trying to sell their wife. What? Selling my wife. 15K OBO. Okay, well, that must be a joke. This is not a joke. Okay, well, you know, we live in a free market society. It's not like anyone's actually going to buy oh, someone bought her. Already? How? There's this new cryptocurrency gaining popularity, apparently, among our users. Wifecoin. Wifecoin? Wifecoin is the first digital currency on the blockchain, specifically for buying and selling wives. Leave it up. From here on out, it's just people questioning vaccines, Criticizing Joe Biden. And someone made a called Dallas Fort Worth and Echameliac. Holy shit. They just gained 40 members. We should believe this. It stays up. They're planning a meetup at Pet Cemetery. Take it down. Done. People are furious. We took it down. They're saying we're liberal tech. Eric Clapton just released a song called Dead Dog Sex. Parentheses, <laughs> yes. Eric Clapton. Right when you said $10,000. And it's a nice face. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> obviously, that's only jest. Yeah, uh, uh, but that's true. Like, what what do people? Then, first of all, these so called free speech right wingers are full of shit. They hate yeah. free speech. They don't want. They don't. They no, want to stifle free speech. speech. They want to harass the shit out of you to the point that one, you don't, you leave. Because that's the thing they always do. They're like, well, you know, I can't leave. Yeah, they want you gone. Yeah, that's. That's not free speech. They don't ask, <laughs> ask Ron DeSantis how he feels about free speech in Florida. Yeah, as he uh, literally put in, uh, tried to uh, uh, literally attack a huge corporation. And my favorite thing, and I, I wish this was, I, I don't follow mainstream mainstream news anymore. I don't have cable or anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't have those channels. So I'm, really, I'm kind of out of the loop. But do they even bring up the fact that like Ron DeSantis just gave Floridians like a two thousand or twenty five hundred dollar uh, raise in their taxes. It's crazy. The Disney thing. The the like Orange and Osceola counties are going to be clobbered with taxes. They're just crazy high taxes because of this. people are going to be like, I can't afford to live here because of that. Oh, there's yeah, there's already tons That's, of people that aren't going to be able to live 20, there. That twenty five hundred dollars makes a huge difference to people. Two thousand twenty five hundred. It makes a, yeah. just, especially if you're just getting by and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, we can just raise your taxes because Ron DeSantis didn't like that they uh, they went go along with They mildly stupidity. criticized his decision making. I mean, it's yeah. really bizarre. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, look, I don't know where all, all this goes, but I do, I do know this. Did I, did I tell you the story the other day about that, that town in New Hampshire, those libertarians bought? This no, tr- I don't think so. True story. I'll, I'll keep it real brief. But basically, a, a few years back, a bunch of libertarians got together and they're like, you know, we we let's buy a small town in like New Hampshire or Vermont or whatever and get rid of its government and live the libertarian paradise, you know. And so they did like 800 of them got together and they bought property. in I think it was Groton, New Hampshire or whatever. And the first thing they did is like one of them ran for mayor and they slashed the city budget and they got rid of all the rules and regulations uh and they lived like kings for about six months they had no fire each other no but what happened eventually after like look buildings caught fire there wasn't a fire department to take care of it they couldn't fight crime or speeding because like there's no schools anyway long story short the town was eventually overrun by bears because (laughs) (laughs) bear bears not the bears like actually no, no, just like, by, uh, I think it was black bears. And so 
they they got rid of the regulations that said you had to like have bear proof garbage containers. They got rid of all the regulations that said you had to like keep food like sealed or whatever. And anyway, some woman in town liked the bears and kept feeding them. And eventually the town was overrun with bears. It became uninhabitable. <laughs> And they had to abandon the town because oh, bears took it so over. Cute. I'm going to feed them. And I think that's what's going to happen to Twitter. I think that it'll become a libertarian paradise for about six months, and then it will be taken over by bears. So it's like uh, when uh, Homer became the head of the garbage. Yeah, and they had to move the town ten miles over. Right. Exactly. So it, it won't be bears. It'll be like troll Nazis and you know Russian bots. Um, but Twitter will be taken over by bears and we'll have to build a new Twitter 10 miles down the road. So, so last like, thing before we move on to the next thing. Um, one of the jokes that's been going around is that one, uh, Elon Musk's not handling his breakup with Grimes very well. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing that's really funny is supposedly Grimes, Grimes, which yeah. I can't handle her name because I think it's uh-uh. grimy from the citizens. Yeah, it's gross. And grime as in like, I don't know, gross shit on like yeah. their boat or something. Like it got some grime on that. Right. You know? Something like, like you want to um, clean out of your bathroom. Yeah, like you know, the grime in your shower. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, she's dating uh, Chelsea. What's Chelsea Manning? Oh, really? Oh, okay. yes. Yeah. Who is a transgender woman? Yeah. You remember Chelsea Manning was famous for she went to prison, yeah. Prison, getting information out. And during that period, she transitioned. And supposedly, Grimes is, has oh, been wow. dating okay. her. And that is why Elon Musk is losing his fucking mind. That's why he bought Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, deny- and uh, allowing, starting to allow dead naming and shit like that yeah. as a weird retaliation. Some people are like, some men get therapy, some other right. by some Twitter. By Twitter. <laughs> some other men just spend $46 million, billion. I just can't, <gasps> like, but that's what someone's saying is that he has that money, but then you find out he really doesn't have that money because right. he, he cobbled money. it together with like borrowing and lending and well, like, whatever. What? What would Tesla have to gain from having Twitter? I don't know. I mean, I guess that's I mean, it. Like, you could, I could see Twitter being a very valuable thing, but is there some it like is, blockchain shit with Twitter that I'm not aware of? Well, there is. Twitter had been working on blockchain stuff. You know, I mean, well, like, what's his face was obsessed with crypto and shit. Jack, and he, yeah. you know, he had Square, he had that company Square yeah. and Cash App. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, look, all, like I've said before, like a, a lot of things are on the blockchain that that people don't normally think of as being on the blockchain. Um, but like, look, if he wants to get his money back, he's going to have to like. That's the problem with Twitter It's like if you monetize it, you destroy it. Well, they tried monetizing it with Twitter Blue. Twitter Blue. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, which is like, I don't know what I thought about it, but I was like, the problem with my Twitter is that I don't treat it like a business. Like I'll treat my art, but then I fucking shit post on it. Yeah. And it's going to hurt my art in the end, you know, because right. I, yeah. I don't treat it as a business. So that's why I always thought if I did ever do anything with Twitter blue, I would literally start a different account and 
make that serious like literally just solely an art account and i would not be tweeting like dumb shit all day Hmm. um did you now i i know before we move on um the person i wish who would buy twitter is elon mask yeah yeah classic (laughs) Uh, i don't know why he hasn't picked up big enough yet i i thought about the other day and i uh i was like man you know what rhymes with i'm like let's just change one vowel all of a sudden it's mask yeah and i was thinking of the movie right mask. with, with uh not, not the man not the showtime <laughs> not that shit not the jim carrey talking about the uh eric stoltz classic yeah 1985 mask where he plays rocky dennis a uh young man who is afflicted with a uh cranial deformity and uh, a significant one yeah it's pretty significant uh and uh so i mashed up uh elon musk and rocky dennis and created elon mask and uh I think he would be a better. I would prefer if he bought it. I think he would be more respectful. Yes, I, I agree. Be complete chud. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's the empathy he gained from his uh, his challenges that would make him better. So right, exactly, and I just think that like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say something else. I feel like God doesn't even matter, but. Um, yeah i uh so as of right now my account on uh twitter is Mm -hmm. not rob israel anymore it's oh yeah that's right yeah it's uh elon mask right uh and uh the icon in my uh photo is elon mask yeah so (laughs) i think i'll keep it up for a while eventually i want to remove it we'll see what happens yeah we'll see Maybe, uh... <laughs> all right, on to the next thing. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of cranial deformities. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah, so, oh, did I ever tell you the story real quick of Rocky Dennis, uh, what my mom said to me oh. when we were watching the movie? I think I might have told you this story. I, it sounds so familiar, my, but. Okay, my, fam- my brother, and I don't know if my sister were watching that, but we were watching Mask. Uh, and my mom said there in the movie, she goes, uh, he wasn't born that way. It happened to him. So all night, me and my brother were in full asleep and we were checking the size of our heads to make sure that we weren't turning. You didn't tell me this. <laughs> and, uh, I don't, I just love how my mom would just say fucked up shit like that, where, like not realizing at all that like hey you know maybe telling like an eight-year-old right this is that they could just wake up one day with a <laughs> huge deformed head <laughs> it's kind of not gonna help with a little nerve-wracking yeah Oof. oh my god i remember just looking in the mirror it's like, all oh, bad here get the fucking measuring tape my skull is bigger <laughs> i would I, I would totally be the brother that like took your ball cap and like tightened it a little bit like ball cap your, your baseball cap you know like tight like oh, put it yeah, like a yeah, little tighter tight. just like every <laughs> oh day God, just, just getting bigger. every day just a little bit more like <laughs> yeah sticking holes in it so yeah 
Oh, I don't know. You might want to go to the doctor. That that could end up in a really buy you smaller and smaller toothbrushes each day. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of work. That's gaslighting. <laughs> it, it would pay off. Though. All right, so yeah, yeah. Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and we both kind of kept an eye on this. She, um, it was a little, it was both great and anticlimactic. She testified under oath um, for a long time on Friday, and basically for the entire time said, I don't remember or I don't recall. She only, she kind of fucked up one part where she kind yeah. of claimed something about Nancy Pelosi, and then she had yeah. to back out because they had the footage and everything. I mean, she has no memory of anything and she doesn't have memory of saying things or she'll say something stupid like oh that's on cnn or mother jones or so therefore that's not valid reporting on me yeah and she would also like literally look at a videotape of herself saying something and she'd be like well you took that out of context and like the the guy would be like well this is all the video that's on your website she's like "Mm, that's what you say you know, and it was just like it was a it was like yeah. trying to cross-examine a kid, you know, like like just a, a small asshole child. child. Yeah. Whose parents told them that Rocky Dennis uh <laughs> well it's like sometimes, sometimes you you tell a kid, you know, hey, are you doing this? And like they're like, No, but you know they're doing it, you know, because you saw them do it. And you it's it's tough to go from there, you know. Uh but that's what she did. She committed to it. I don't remember. I don't recall. That's what you say. I don't. That's an unfair characterization. I would say that if if that's the case, then I think she should be kicked out just for not having any right. short-term memory or anything. Because your brain is like a piece of fucking Yorkshire pudding or something. I mean, like you, you literally can't recall anything that you did or said over the last two years. You, I mean, that's And then you weird. can catch them on that lie because, well, one, you know they're lying anyway, but you can catch them on the lie because then they'll admit to something or know something. And then yeah. you're just like, we'll see if anything comes out of it. If there's any justice in the world, she won't be allowed to run for-, for Yeah. I always thought this was kind of a weird thing. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know that this will ever work. And I don't even know if I care if it works or not, because like, look, if the, if people want to vote Madison Cawthorn or Marjorie Taylor Greene into office, then the problem isn't necessarily them. It's the people. It's the people. Yeah. But I also think it's gerrymandering. Oh yeah. Yeah. But like, of course it's the people, but it's, you can't blame everyone because the people that are getting the vote for these are narrow casted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very red areas where these dipshits are like, you know, the ones that are cheering on, thinking that Elon Musk is going to bring a speech back. These are all the same people. But there's still people like, like there's enough people in Marjorie Taylor Greene's district that even though it's a gerrymandered district, they they should be able to not vote. Right. They should know better than to vote for a Marjorie Taylor. They, they, have, they should have agency in knowing that, like, hey, you know what? We're not going to vote for this clown again. We don't yeah. like the Democrat, but maybe, like, I don't know, vote for another Republican. Yeah. You know, or don't vote at all. Republican. Stay home that day. Yeah. No, stay vote, home that day. Vote for, you can, you can like, I, I don't like moderate Republicans, but there's plenty of them out there and you can vote for them. And no one's going to think that you're a subhuman swamp monster. Oh, know? I will. Well, I'm just saying, like, when, when someone votes for Mitt Romney, um, 
I disagree with them. I think they're not great people or whatever, but like, I don't think of them as like, uh, like truly awful. Spend five more minutes talking to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Eventually they'll reveal, they'll say all the same nonsense that Marja Taylor says. I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. I really believe that. If you give any of these people who vote modern day Republican, I don't even care if they're going to Romney. Because yeah. a lot of these people were the same people who voted for Bush, you know, like that. If you give them even just a leg, anything, they be, will eventually come out and say, like, these men are pretending to be women. These, uh, they will say all the same shit Marjorie Taylor Greene's saying. I, I don't yeah. know if they'll come out and be in support of Putin. That's maybe a different story. But well, I they will all repeat the same. They will bring up. They will say, "I don't agree with CRT." They will say, "Like these books yeah, should not be allowed true. in school." This is these people are groomers. I don't like what Disney's doing. I, like they will all say that if they're voting Republican in this in this modern day, there's a yeah. really solid chance. Now, yeah. will they? They won't sound as crazy as her or as hateful as her, but still. They still believe in the same shit. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, know I don't want know. to give the benefit of the doubt, but I just think like this old school Republican doesn't exist, and it's I think like they exist. It's I think like the just same. Like, I think they exist. I just don't think they have any moral courage. Like you will have chuds. Like let's say you had a moderate Republican running against Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, the chuds will get all their energy together and they'll put in Marjorie Taylor Greene. And then the moderate Republicans may be uh, offended by Marjorie Taylor Greene, but they're going to vote for her anyway. You know, they, they just don't have the courage of their convictions. You know? But yeah, I, don't, I, I guess it doesn't matter. My point being that, like, I don't know if this will succeed or not. I mean, my guess is that it's not going to succeed. Well, what is this exactly for? I mean, is I it's, mean, what's the end goal if the judge decides that, like, yeah, she's guilty of the shit that these people, you know, I mean, well, she had to testify for a reason. Yeah, but I don't even know if like, I don't even know if the, if her testimony is as important as the evidence they submitted. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the evidence is all there. She's yeah, a like, fucking idiot. And it doesn't matter really what she said in it or not. If anything, it's either did she make herself look worse or yeah. did she do a good job on her case? And I mean, I would say it doesn't matter because we all know that she was awful. We know that she's a liar. We know she's a terrible person. But the people that like her don't care. Yeah, well, that's a a a feature, not a bug. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, she's basically the evolution of Sarah Palin. There are people who love Sarah Palin. Yeah, they felt like she represented true middle America, even though she was in Alaska. But she had that voice. Right. Yeah. They believe that she represented true middle America, true the struggles of white working, or not even white working much, white moms in general. Yeah. Hockey moms. Hockey moms. Well, the, like, uh, the odd part is and, she and, probably did, like, in a weird way, like, uh, if you took out her reprehensible brain, um, she, she probably did live a life that you would think would make her pretty open to liberal things you know she had like her kid was a single mom like one of her kids had um i think like down syndrome and probably relied on a lot of extra help you know like through are you talking about sarah palin yeah well she was governor at the time 
I know. I'm just saying, like, she had some life experiences that you would think would make her sympathetic to some liberal causes, but it didn't. Do you know the story about that? Hmm. I know we're not talking about March Del Green. You know the conspiracy of Sarah Palin's last pregnancy? Uh, That it was her daughter's or something? Yeah. Yeah, I I remember hearing that. They said that one teen pregnancy can lead to Down syndrome. But so can have a kid at at an older age. That's like the Well, that too. Yes. It's kind of that. They just said that, like, all of a sudden, I know where she was, like, pregnant. And the the positioning of the stomach made no sense and Mm. looked incredibly fake. I believe it. I mean, I don't I, know. Who cares? Everything yeah. about these people are horrible. They're liars. Yeah. They're grifters. Did you know that she's running for Congress? Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Did you see who her opponent is, though? No, who is it? Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. He's like a serious guy. I watched this interview with him. He's a very progressive. He was like a Bernie supporter and everything. It's super progressive. And he's dresses up as Santa. I mean, he wasn't dressed up as Santa exactly in the interview. Right. I feel like like internet today, uh, they, they're the ones I was watching the interview with. And I think they were hoping that he'd be like, well, I'm going to give codes to Sarah Palin. Right. And gifts to all the children. I'm Santa Claus. And, and I think they were very disappointed that he was a very serious person who had lots of great ideas and, and was, well, would be a gift to Congress versus having Sarah Palin. Alaska's weird. I mean, like, it's hard to say where Alaska's going to go. They, they kind of go their own way. I mean, they def- definitely tend to lean Republican, but um, I don't know. It is just weird. Like, I guess we're kind of bleeding into the Madison Cawthorn stuff, too. It, it, well, the, oh, go ahead. yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah, you're right. You lean to Madison Cawthorn. Like, so we, it was a whole day of, of March Tell Green lying and pretending she doesn't remember anything. Yep. We'll see what happens. I mean, basically, she was being test- she was testifying because they're basically accusing her of being an insurrectionist, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And because of January 6th. And there's yep. like also rumors that she was the pipe bomber on January 5th. Yeah. yeah. There's like all this like photo gym, like photos of like that's her. Like, which I I don't know. I find that insane. I'd be like, hey, I, that seems a little little much for me to would, believe, i mean but... at the end of the day though would it even shock you i don't know i feel like no. she would have someone else do it like that's just a little weird but if that was if that was true right um yeah massive court is another insurrectionist that, that day uh pictures leaked of him at a party uh dressed up in uh, lingerie yeah female lingerie uh, and uh, yeah, they were just like these photos, and it was just like, okay. I mean, he's a huge hypocritical asshole. I don't think yeah. it means anything. I think he was just at a party, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think. I don't know. You know, I think she's a hypocrite. You know, because he's anti-trans. He's oh, anti- very yeah. LGBT. Um, so that one thing got out, and of course, people were like, oh, you should make fun for that. I'm like, oh, I mean, you could, you can make fun for that. You can call him a hypocrite. That's right. You're not making fun of him for that as much as you're making fun of him for doing that while at the same time bashing people that do that. You know? Yeah, exactly. He's a fucking hypocrite. Everyone hates a hypocrite. So, yeah, that's it. He's a fucking hypocrite and he means harm to the people that, you know. So, no, he doesn't deserve any defense. Fuck that guy. Um, But it's just funny that that happened to come out the same day. 
like yeah. literally like shortly after that testimony was over yeah that came yeah, out and yeah. i saw on, on twitter for example that's all people were talking about for us night was the mass corpo thing and i even pointed out i said yeah it's funny how the mass corpo thing came in and everyone's not talking about the five hours of marco green lying through a fucking teeth yeah well it'll be i I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what this re report, I guess the, the the administrative judge makes a report to the Secretary of State or something. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what that report says. I looked up the judge and he is a tax. He's not a judge Schroeder, is he? No, it looks like he's a, a real estate and tax judge um, in, in his normal life. Like it's, it was, he's not a criminal judge. He doesn't handle stuff like that. Um, I thought it was kind of an interesting choice. And I wondered, like, what is he going to make of this? You know, what I mean, like, uh, I couldn't get a beat on his politics or anything like that. He's a white guy in Georgia. So I'm guessing he's kind of conservative. But um, well, that doesn't mean anything. I yeah, mean, you're right. It doesn't. Not, I mean, was a lot. Fucking. I don't know. I, I mean, I think in the end of the day, I would hope that it just comes down to the fact like, no, you shouldn't be allowed to run. You're yeah. an insurrectionist. There's enough evidence to prove it that you you mean harm and you mean like right. Nancy Pelosi like you threatened to kill you know have her killed I mean and then yeah. there's an insurrection on January 6 and you were fully supported and told people to go out there it all adds up I mean like they there's enough evidence there should they want to tackle it um, I don't know so Mass and Courtthorn though besides the moderate thing the uh, the other stuff which is way more serious one he was on a plane again with a weapon yep. Uh, yeah. but again he got away with it he didn't serve any he didn't have any you know it's not even a slap on the wrist or anything it's like anyone else would have gotten in trouble yeah uh he uh there's a couple of things about it though recently one of them was like the insider trading thing with the uh, let's go yeah. to brandon coin yep i mean i'm sorry but you know what there's money being made in all these like crypto shit and like you know all these people complaining about Nancy Pelosi with stocks and everything like that. This isn't. This is it's no different, if not worse, because he's literally outright selling it. Like Nancy Pelosi and other Congress people and Senate people, like it's bad enough that they have like any inside information or anything like that. They're, uh, you know, they're collecting money off of it. But yeah, yeah. like you have to worry about it because it's like, are your decision being made? Are the the reason why you didn't vote for this bill? because you are collecting lots of money from the stocks you know right that's a they should not be allowed to buy stock yeah not while yeah. you're fucking serving sorry yeah that doesn't make any sense that's bullshit i think that's like but then at the same time too you should also not be allowed to run a crypto scheme right or be part of a crypto scheme but you're right he, he got called out for the crypto scheme he got called out for wearing lingerie he got called out for a couple other things and you're you, you were saying too that people were saying he's basically getting thrown under the bus he's being thrown under the bus. i think with the whole him talking about the, the so-called fuck parties and yeah like, i think he's i think if any of if if lauren if the three of them if bobo bobo and uh marge taylor green and um and crawthorn if one of them actually got the boot i would imagine it would be him i could see yeah. him I think they want him gone. I think he's like the other two are just dimwits. Well, and so I think he's, 
and that Madison Cawthorn's district will automatically go to the Republican. There's no no yeah. doubt about it. Marjorie the Taylor only Green, one that maybe can go to a Democrat is depending on if it got redistricted is Boberts. Bobert, well, and and um, Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah, I mean like, that could that could go blue. If the yeah. Democrat actually has a compelling argument, yeah, like they. Yeah, they can't just be like, I'm a nicer person. They have to like come in and say, like, this person. Yeah, this is how I will fix problems in this, this district. This person has done nothing for your district. She has turned this into a joke. She's brought nothing to the table. She can't be on king committees. So that's the other problem, too, is you don't want these fucking clowns in Congress because yeah. the, if the House flips, these fucks will be in much better positions in Congress. Yeah. And you do not want these fucking no. clowns. Huh. Like they will reinstate uh, Marsha Taylor Green and put her back into committees. She'll be like chairperson of the education committee or something. Yeah, yeah. Bober will be in charge of uh, uh, of <laughs> pork sliders, uh, <laughs> contaminated pork sliders. Yeah, right. Exactly. Corthon, uh, uh, I guess. Punching trees yeah. and laundry. The, the the yeah the federal aviation. Let's go Biden crypto scam. There was something else that came out about him recently too. So yeah. just a bunch of other shit. I think I can imagine he would be the one they would. And like you said, they would just replace him with some other Republicans. Yeah. Not like uh, they would just bring in a more competent person who's not like a child. Right. They don't. They don't need this many clowns. They just don't. Yeah. Like, they, like before, they had like Gomert. I mean, again, maybe they don't give a fuck about government and they want to completely dismantle it. So what better way to dismantle it is to let like four or five clowns distract everybody while the adults in the uh, Republican Party just get their wish. Like that was like the joke about Trump when he won. Like people were like, Paul Ryan won't stand for it. Paul Ryan was giddy as fuck. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. He's like, oh my God, I'm going to be able to do anything I wanted, everything that the Koch brothers wanted me to do, I will be able to deliver it to them. Yeah. Because this dumb fuck just needs to have his ego rubbed a little bit and he will sign every awful bill that I put in front of him. True. As long as he find, if you just tell him like he'll get like a percentage or you know, tell him how great he looks that day and his hair does not look like a a dead possum that was spray painted yellow and put on top of his head. Um, so I, I, it wouldn't shock me if, of course they want these clowns. I don't believe it. You ever see those bullshit, like New York Times and it's like behind closed doors, Republicans yeah. really don't like, yeah, yeah okay, bullshit. None of that. Not, who's that for? Like, who we believe in that, that yeah. crap? Hmm. It's like some Do, you, do you follow the New York Times pitch bot on Twitter? Uh, I think where they make fun of like how New York Times, like, will humanize Nazis and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I don't follow it, but I've seen it. It's always like, really there's good. Some, there's some really good ones. Because they, well, they bring up that New York Times throughout history. That's why it's so funny that they consider it like this progressive paper. Uh, just fucking, like, uh, just, just like, will humanize some real awful people. It is, I mean, it is, the New York Times is generally a very good newspaper. Their editorial side will sometimes skew weird. This is the latest tweet from the New York Times pitch bot. 
we wanted to understand how Elon Musk might change Twitter's algorithms. So we talked to four unvaccinated truth social users at a Chick-fil-A in Orlando. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just think it's so funny. Uh, speaking of truth social, I guess we can move on to Trump. Yeah. I yeah. guess he was, he was interviewed by uh, Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan supposedly didn't go well, even though I don't believe any of that. I think that's yeah, I think it was case. pretty performative. Yeah. Pierce Morgan, huge supporter of Trump. And he's also a turd. Um, he, uh, I think he might have asked, or someone asked him, like, are you ever going to use Truth Social? It's like, that's the joke. Donald Trump has not put a truth out there once, whatever the None. fuck they call it. Yeah. Not since day one. He hasn't, he hasn't put anything. They said Bobert, same thing. Not yeah. one. Not one. Like, that's what's so funny. That's why I think it's historical. They want Elon Musk to buy Twitter, but it's like, wait, what happened to all the other one? All these other apps yeah. that you told all your followers to go to? Yeah. Why? Why don't you just post that? Use that. Prop it up. Mm. Why are you on Twitter anymore? Leave. Trump go, looked go. so horrible in this interview. What? Trump looked so horrible. In this oh yeah, interview. Trump was like the most pump, sweaty, pumpkiny. Mm-hmm. ever he looked like like you said he, uh, i tweeted a photo of him <laughs> and i said that uh it was a red box film of uh <laughs> of fuck what's his name sorvino paul sorvino yeah, yeah. Um, the wettest president you <laughs> 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 said that he, he looked like someone took a pork chop and slapped him in the face with He's he so bloated, yeah. so weak, like a weird art cranberry, it, like it, almost like a. Like if a you pumpkin, looked at like it quickly, it looked like one of those old angry orange videos that you yeah. see on YouTube. The face on, yeah, it like looks that, that. almost indistinguishable from the angry orange. It's yeah, and he just and he was sweaty. He was so mm-hmm. damp, so sweaty, yeah. and so damp. Yeah, he looks. Some would say the sweatiest. Some would say the sweatiest. That you, he conjured up words that aren't often used, like fetid, or uh, like moist, or (laughs) I mean, like you know, like there's a bunch of words. A moist talouette was like, whoa, I can't even handle this much moistness. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, and I'm a moist talouette. Exactly. I mean, he he disintegrates. It touches uh, him. It was rough. Just like wet paper, just like a spitball. Like he just looks like shit. Anyone that's like, there was this rumor going around or whatever that he was trying to like get in shape. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, now that he wasn't president, get back so he could get back into the uh, right. campaign trail. And I'm like, what shape for shape? what? <laughs> you mean like a rhombus? <laughs> like the pig race? Hog <laughs> race? Like, yeah, what you said. <laughs> Fucking pack animal. Give him some fucking ivermectin. It would work. Ivermectin would work on him. Yeah, it 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 did. I mean, like he he's so vain too that I know this has got to be killing him because he looks. I find that hysterical that he's vain because of his dopey. All his photos look. He's got this big misshapen jug head with this weird bramble of like fuzz on top of it looks like it was glued by a taxidermist and he just looks to- and and you had said like he's now he's afraid 
that if he appears in public, protesters may throw fruit at him. Yeah, okay, so he said that was in 2015 in a Washington Post. Oh, okay, I thought this was a new thing. I think, no, this is supposedly going back to 2015 when he he first started running. And let me see if I can find it. It's really funny. I mean, he made that uh, dumb, uh, like, soup that people were going to throw soup cans. No, they have soup, soup for their family, but they're really there to throw it. Yeah, soup cans are worse than guns. Like, like, he literally said that, like, about like the cops or something. Like, the biggest fear cops have of like soup cans. And then there was that right. great video of that guy getting interviewed, one of the protesters. Oh, and yeah, he said, like, What's that in your hand? Oh, this is soup for my family. It looks like the camera winks at it. It's like, it's like one of the funniest videos. Yeah, and then yeah. like the clip of him talking about the soup. I don't know where it is. I think I might have retweeted it. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It's just such so a I, bizarre quote. Um, it just sounds like, like, I see the fucking penguin from Batman Returns. Yeah. yeah in that movie, uh, the penguin runs for, pres- for mayor of Gotham. And then there's a part when like Batman takes old audio penguin and plays in the background. And then people start throwing fruits and vegetables, rotted fruits and vegetables. And Dana Vita's character's like, Ah, who brings vegetables to a crowd? Like, who are these people that bring tomatoes and stuff? Yeah, I uh, like he's a fucking penguin from Batman. Former President Donald Trump said he feared protesters would hit him with tomatoes, pineapples, and other very dangerous fruit at his campaign rallies, declaring in a sworn deposition that you can be killed if that happens. Trump's comments were made public Tuesday with the release of the excerpts of four and a half hours of videotape testimony in a lawsuit filed by a group of protesters who alleged that Trump security guards assaulted them in 2015. I wanted to have people ready because we were put on alert that we were going to do fruit. They're going to do fruit. What the fuck? Trump's, Trump said in October 20th, 2021, deposition according to a transcript, hey, that tomatoes are bad and that some fruit is a lot worse. <laughs> well, like when they threw a jackfruit at him. Have you ever seen those? Things? Yeah, they're huge. They're, yeah, you could kill someone with a jackfruit. That's a damn shit. And perhaps a well-aimed dragon fruit, you know, might might do some damage. But like kiwi, unripe kiwi. The notion that someone David Goliath throw a pineapple, like the most I, unwieldy of I all fruit. My security seen assault and beat the shit out of people to death mm. because. They might have a strawberry in their hand. Now, some people say strawberry's healthy. It has packed with vitamin C. Oh. But I, I say I beg to differ. <laughs> he, it's just he's such a, a caricature, and he's a shit. It's not even he's a character. He's just a human. He's the worst person that ever exists on the planet. Like I think he might be one of the worst people. It'd be weird to see him run again. Like I, I hope he doesn't run again, just because I don't, I don't want to deal with it. After looking at him in that interview, I'm like, he ain't running again. Well, I mean, imagine him on stage, just like so sweaty, gloppy mess. You know, just like, like melted pumpkin, like <laughs> a fucking pumpkin that was like left out for like three weeks past Halloween. <laughs> a, a, a slowly expanding package of balls. Hey, you know what? If he does run, I kind of hope he does. I kind of hope he does run because yeah. he looks like shit. I mean, well, like, 
it's tough because like i don't know what he would i mean he he would go with the they stole it from me but like he can't go back to build the wall you know i mean like he has the wall this time i promise you this like i don't give a shit about the wall like i mean they the republicans keep pushing the border thing oh did you hear about that thing with abbott real quick um so you know they they sent those people uh or abbott did that stuff supposedly they got a lot of help family met them yep they were able to get to places i know it's really funny that he i think we talked about this he said that like uh the joke is that like these people (laughs) name their kids ever abbott because even though he meant to harm them or you know use them for some cheap political stunt he got them in a better place yeah i think it'll <laughs> he be got like them a, out of texas <laughs> it'll be like an episode of like one of those old westerns where like all the villagers like kind of lionize or idolize the villain because like they mistakenly believed he's responsible for <laughs> making their lives better you know like, like simpsons with the what's his name the statue of the the, the davy crockett type character yeah, yeah. Or like there's an and episode find of out he was like a pirate. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode of He's Firefly. Like where like what? J- there's an episode of Firefly where like the Baldwin character, Adam Baldwin. Kind yeah, of he's dick. not a Baldwin brother, just to be clear. Right, right. Brother. But he he so, turns out to be um a town like idolizes him because he did something offhandedly that turned out to their great benefit. But yeah, I think it'd be funny if like these like if greg turns out to be like a really common latino name in like yeah, 30 years like, gregory greg yeah just abbott, of, like, abbott like meant to harm them and beat my my first sending, making their lives better and sending them to a better place my first boy dan patrick morales <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean fun me i hope that doesn't happen but it would be yeah. kind of funny the first latino president will be like Greg Abbott Rodriguez. Yeah, Greg Abbott Morales. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. He's like super liberal. He's gonna like get, yeah, get rid of the board. <laughs> yeah. Um Ugh. yeah, I don't know. I I hope just seeing Trump look like that and just looking like complete shit. I just like you know, they're gonna run DeSantis. I just yeah. want I just yeah, wish yeah, yeah. Trump. I just wish Trump would. I kind of want him back on Twitter. Only thing he's allowed to do in there, the only thing he's allowed mm-hmm. to do is attack DeSantis. That's yeah. It. Well, because I feel like if there's one person that could kill DeSantis, not kill, but you know, yeah, yeah, destroy yeah. politically, it's Trump. I think like all he has to do is bring up, say that he's a fake and, you know. Yeah. Well, I knew Ron back in the day. Let me tell you, you know. Right. He's, he's he, no, yeah. He was fine. He actually pushed CRT. Right. <laughs> he said, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't say don't say gay. He said, all gay, all the we, time. We used to call him Ron DeMarxist. We used to call him Ron DeMarxist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had a social club. I think it was called the Communist Party. <laughs> That's right. Ron, Ron DeSantis, or as I like to call him, Little Donnie Comrade. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> Ron DeMarcus. <laughs> well, the the last thing on our list, and and I, I don't, I, I almost hesitate to bring it up, but the student the student loan debt stuff got a lot of traction on Twitter today. 
Uh, apparently, the Biden administration is looking at uh, forgiving a lot of student loan debt. Um, I go, I go both ways on this. Like, I, I, I don't have any. You problem. want people to suffer. You are. <laughs> I don't have any problem forgiving student loan debt. You know, I really don't. And if they did it tomorrow, I, I, I'd probably be happy. But like, a. It's 100% not on my top five list of things to take care of. You know, there's, I got a lot of other things I'd rather see get done than that. Like healthcare? Healthcare is definitely number one. Um, I would say uh, I would want some sort Crypto of Cryptocurrency. Like, <laughs> well, healthcare is probably like my number one, two, and three issue, to be, to be real honest with you. It's, 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 I can't yeah. think of a single more pressing The environment. Issue. The, environment the environment would be another one. Green energy jobs, investing in green energy. <laughs> yeah, actually, even like building infrastructure, like like I could see combining them. Like, look, you're you're uh, you're in in debt for your student loans. If you get a job through this infrastructure bill, then we'll forgive twenty five percent of your loan for each year you work on the job. That's what teachers get. My brother got some of his student loan debt forgiven. If you teach in a public school then 25% of your loan is forgiven each year. And if you do it for four years, then 100% of your loan is forgiven. You know, there's no reason why Biden can't say, look, we're doing the infrastructure bill. There's lots of different jobs available, not just construction. We need accountants. We need, you know, office managers. Yeah, we need all sorts of shit. If you take a job working for the government, it's probably going to be a reduced salary than you would get in the private market or whatever. But if you take a job, we'll forgive a quarter of your debt per year. You, you also probably get better benefits than uh yeah i think that whole private sector thing's bullshit that used to be the big thing back in the day you'd hear like oh you yeah, can make I, more in the private sector i think the way you make more in the private sector is if you're a big wig I, like if you were an executive yeah. in a government position and then you get a job in a, in a private sector that's where you get the money but if you're just like a mid-level low just a regular worker government actually can be very yeah. uh advantage advantage you usually are guaranteed uh more days off you get more yep. government holiday days off you get better benefits usually my, have a better pen if you have a pension maybe my theory is and i've worked in both the public and private sector is that the that they're roughly equal but in the public sector you start at a lower rate and then gradually get to be at a much higher rate and depending in, on what it is yeah, but like if you're a teacher, you'll start out at like, I don't know, a small amount of money. And then year after year, you stick stick with it. And 20 years in the road, down the road, you're making a lot of money. But with the- I think public, it does not depend on the state you're in. Yeah, they cap you in a lot of, I mean, like you're still not going to get rich being a teacher. But in no. the private mm-hmm. sector, you start probably making more money. But then as time goes on, you, you make less because private companies get rid of old people. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I, I think that you wind up over the course of your lifetime making roughly the same amount of money. And then you um, find out, too, that usually a lot of private companies is that they their benefits get usually worse as the years go yeah. on. They yeah. find ways to remove benefits or make it worse or get shittier health care plans. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they try to find ways. So I don't know. Like I said, though, um, I get what you're saying. Um, I mean, the problem is it's a promise that he it was one yeah. of his campaign promises. I would have liked him also deliver on the fifteen dollar minimum wage. I mean, yep. he kind of did that with federal jobs, but that was just an executive. Um, you know, the one thing I always like, 
it's so funny. It's like he, one of the things he said when he was running, which I know a lot of stuff is bullshit. I mean, listen, the main goal is to yeah. make sure Trump can win. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. The country's better off with Trump not in the presidency. Yes. Uh, another four, uh, uh, a second term Trump would make first term Trump look like an angel. Like second term Trump would have been an absolute psychopath. Um, un- completely unhinged. Like, Oh, it would have been bad. Because he would, it would be the same thing all over again, where he probably would have won just by electoral and not popular. If anything, he probably would have lost the popular vote by like five million this time. Yeah, and he would just claim the whole time, "I'm putting an investigation. I'm doing this." Oh, and doing God, this. That would have been awful. It'd be awful. It'd be it would be hell. Um, Biden's claim was like, "Oh, I can handle the Senate." Can you? Yeah. Clearly, you can't. You had. The- two assholes in the democratic party that just like stifled everything you wanted claimed you wanted to yeah. do you allowed these two fools fucking mansion and and uh and you didn't get any barely got any republicans to do anything like the only thing you got was three republicans voted for uh the supreme court pick that was it yeah yeah i mean i don't know i'm not i got to like some beef with some idiot on twitter today i just decided like it's not even worth arguing with these people it was like some guy i retweeted something where and it does sound like a little uh like a little boomerish but i'm sorry i agree with this person like i mean it's not exactly what i would say but like uh where those young voters who are disaffected with joe biden are really going to enjoy the youth-friendly policies that will come back under the unified gop rule it's 100 right yeah, no, that's 100, 100% right. Um, yeah. Sorry that he's, you know, it's like belittling young voters. I don't like their tactic, but, yeah. you know, I, I know what you mean. 100% right. Well, I mean, yeah. And then this guy like wrote some, and I just stopped talking. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. What is it? I, uh, um, I don't even know where the comment is. It doesn't even matter. The guy was like telling me like this person, like a dick or whatever. And I said, you know, I- I'm sorry, but I, I would prefer, I-, I think it'd be better if the anti-CRT, anti-LGBT, anti, uh, you know, environment, anti every, literally everything. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't get in power. Yeah. I no mean. Good, no good will come of that. Yeah. Sorry, like I don't have time for clowns like that. They're going on about like Mississippi. They're from like he's from Mississippi. Both parties suck. Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you can't if you can't recognize the difference. And I don't tell you. Like, yeah, you're right. I agree. I don't think the Democrats are that great on a lot of things, but they're not. Yeah, we talked about this in the lead up to the election. You know, or even in the Democratic primaries. Like, you know, if you're if you're choices are you know pizza hut versus like whatever's in the litter box <laughs> you go with, even if that you don't like box. pizza you know go with pizza hut even if you don't love pizza even if you don't feel like it that night you're gonna you're gonna enjoy pizza, your pizza in general <laughs> yeah you're gonna enjoy pizza more than you'll enjoy the litter box you will i promise you chef buddy i don't care how much you want a mcdonald's <laughs> you know i mean like what? I don't care how much you wanted McDonald's that night. You're still going to like Pizza Hut better than the cat litter. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Pizza Hut sucks. 
<laughs> I would have pizza. You know what my cat eats. Yeah. I'm aware of what my I'm I'm in charge of my cat diet, so I know what he eats. If I just eat the cat food, cut the cat. Uh, I'm Can going... I just cut the cat out of the picture? Like, do I need him the... as the middleman? Go with the cat. The go with the cat. What? Yeah, go with the cat. Eat the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like at least the cat's honest. <laughs> I, I would go with Pizza Hut. Yeah, I would too. Ten out of ten times. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So. It's like what I was saying earlier about like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like if my choice was to jump out of a building, yeah, yeah, on the first floor or the tenth floor. Well, depending right. on what your what your result, what you want your result to be. Well, you yeah, true, but you're gonna get the people on Twitter. <laughs> hey, they're both jumping out of a building. Is it really? Is it really? Is, are they really equivocal in that sense, or is one like a death sentence and the other one a you'll probably be fine? You'll. Be you may I just twist can't, an ankle. I think that this this happens all the fucking time. Some of these people are disingenuous, especially on. Yeah. That's what's funny about Twitter. That's why I think it's hysterical. These right wingers claim that like all this shit. I'm like, dude, this tons of free speech. There's tons of misinformation on Twitter. Like yeah. almost all Twitter's misinformation. Yeah, they can't regulate that shit. I mean, all Elon Musk is gonna do is make it worse. That's all. Yeah. I see. So the, my favorite Twitter, not my favorite, but a, a Twitter I see often is um, someone who begins a tweet with, I'm no fan of Trump, but, but. And you know, you know, they're a troll. You know, it's like if you just in the Twitter search bar, enter the word Trump, comma, but you'll see bajillions of tweets. I'm no fan of Trump, but things were better four years ago. You know, I mean, like and they're all just like these. You know, I'm, I'm a even. I mean, it's such a stupid argument. Anyway, things were better four years ago. You could say, well, one, yeah, we just came out of Obama's presidency yeah. and things were getting better. Right. Two, we didn't have the pandemic. Pre-COVID. So, yeah, you're right. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't have the pandemic caused by the guy who was president for four years. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll we'll see where that all goes. But um. Well, I guess yeah. we'll know before we wrap all this up. I guess we'll know if Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, when, when's that result supposed to come in on that? I, I don't think it's going to come next week. I got the impression it was going to be a couple weeks, but uh, it could be weird. next week. I don't think there's not a date. You know, it, it, I think it'll be um, a week or two. And then, so maybe. And the other thing is, I mean, the freaking Twitter thing, I guess that's, that's going to be like another week too. Supposedly, yeah. like I said, he could be, he could one be like, fuck it, I don't want to do it and just pull out. Just, manipulate the stock market and yeah what he did because everyone's like oh he owns them like he doesn't own it the money wasn't exchanged yeah they just approved the sale but like there's still a board that has to go over everything yeah and it well it's got to go through a, a bunch of different channels you know um that's why i think it's funny that a lot of the people are saying like i've just gained you know i mean like you may have just gained eighty thousand followers other people may have lost but it's nothing elon musk did i mean it's just like Elon Musk didn't allow all these people back on Twitter. It's just those Russian troll farms are gearing up, you know? So Yeah, they're, they're gearing up. That's what they do. Anytime there's any kind of big event around the world or in America, uh, some kind of political thing that has that's very uh, polarizing, yep. that's when those troll bots really come into play. Like, yeah. Al Rittenhouse, yeah. when that happened, right. it was like a sea of... Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. 
what a great way to go out. Right. What well, is this, next our week, 201st episode? Yeah. Next week, we will have yeah. the last moon night to talk about. That'll be good. Uh, I hope, if it's good. It'll be good. If it's not good, then, man, that's it, man. It's game over. Game yeah. over, man. <laughs> I'm going to boycott Disney if it's not good. What? I'm going to boycott Disney if it's not good. <laughs> yeah, what did you, I'll be like, yeah, what did you expect from a bunch of groomers? <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's right. You, you, uh, <laughs> you, I didn't like the episode of Moon Knight. So now I'm gonna make insane accusations about the company. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have that, and uh, and next week will be our 202nd uh, episode. It'll be good. You know, some people say that the 202nd episode is usually the true 200 episode. Yeah, that's where it really kicks in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know the. That's when you know, man. What, what happens when we get the two, two, two? Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, we'll have to think of something for that. Hopefully, we get some free Baja Blast. Right. Two, Taco two, two, two Tuesday. Yeah, we'll do. All right. All right. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. Are you still going on about that? Thank you for listening to. You still going on about that? Um, please like, comment share and if you haven't done already please follow us on instagram ysgo facebook ysgo and twitter ysgo